dancing inside of Ganon's castle, Jabu Jabu's belly. Live from Jabu Jabu's belly. This is no podcast. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink. This is episode sixty-six. That was Russell Bergman that you heard. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, Russell Bergman. Ah, everybody go crazy. Ah. I come back to you now. It's the turn of the tide. We'll do introductions after this long-ass intro spiel we have, because this is the week before E3. There's tons of shit going on. Uh, but in this last week, we had a Pokemon Direct. There was an Apple event, where they also included some iOS controller support that's exciting to everyone. The Genesis Mini has received its last 12 titles. There was a Destiny Direct. Uh, a Hyperkin is teasing a Nintendo 64 clone console. Watch Dogs Legion is real. Uh, THQ Nordic announced three titles leading up to E3. There was a Google Stadia Connect event where we learned more about Google's streaming future. There's a rumor of Spyro coming to the Switch. And Namco Bandai hemorrhaged. Is that the term we were going to come up with? No, that was kind of hemorrhaged. Eruption? Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler. Uh, A Namco Bandai uh, news sizzle reel, I guess, Mm. (laughs) was was unveiled. Pre-E3 news. Before they wanted it to happen. Uh, So we know a little bit about Nino Kuni, Elden Ring, and Tales of Arise. I'm Richard Bergman, joined today, as I mentioned, by Russell Bergman. What's happening? Welcome back, Russell. I'm still playing with tilt controls. Hey. Did the headphones still fit? Are they cozy over there? Is that all right? Yeah. Is your seat a little warm? Uh, not, Not really. It's a little cool, since I haven't been sitting in it for so long. You're not in the hot seat. I'm not in the hot seat. And Cesar Concepcion on the second. That'd be me, yo. Cesar, welcome. Yay. Beep, 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 meow. All right, your volume's not too bad, even with the even with the block filter. What? I, I need the block filter, apparently. Because <laughs> I even got the side where it's the tape. It's even more filter block. The mm-hmm. mic is just taking straight no podcast yeah. from this side. Time, distance, and shielding. When we go back and listen to it, it's like, he sounds like he's in a hallway taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think it'll be bad? I, I hear you yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now you got me nervous. <laughs> now I'm just nervous about it. We're going to move it regardless. That's Listeners, you'll have a little interference, and it's also, as Russell mentioned, we're inside Jabba Jabba's belly, so there's a nonstop thunder going on outside. I just need to control the volume of my voice, so I'll just You're fine. speak at a normal. I've lost Don't. the ability to control the volume of my voice. <gasps> remember, those lightning, remember those lightning things you'd run into in Jabba Jabba's belly that would yeah, shock you immediately? That and the tentacles that would uh, go from the top to the bottom of the, yes. his belly. Why did he have so much things? shit in his stomach? Because you had to use the boomerang, man. <laughs> That was the whole That was the reason, whole thing. The whole level design behind it. Mm-hmm. Alright, the whole EA Live thing is getting ready. Uh-oh. We have one hour. Yeah, you're going to have to turn off all your notifications. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order gameplay reveal. You, we may be able to wrap this one up in an hour. Uh, we always we, say that, and it's like two and a half. Right. we got to start it from the beginning, Mass Effect we'll just start watching it. You didn't see it on there? No, I looked really But hard. Anthem wasn't on there either. Oh, poor Anthem. Yeah. Russell, we're glad you're back. You're going to have like uh, a month and a half worth of games to catch us up on. Yes, uh, I do. Uh, I know uh, all of our wonderful fans out there are sad that I am no, I haven't been uh, on. I've gotten a couple of hate messages yeah. about not as being you here. Should. But, uh, and as SoundCloud uh, tells us in our reporting, our numbers have never been higher. Exactly. So, so maybe this, I should This come could back. be your make or break episode. Exactly. No, I've been doing a lot of travel. Uh, had a couple of uh, issues pop up and been resolved, and uh, here I am uh, back again, at least uh, for my own. monthly appearance. You're more machine than man now. I am, yes, actually. And uh, No, we've missed your insight, and Michael's in the same thing where he's having to travel and work. So. Yeah. He, yeah. We he, actually had, he tried really hard to make it today, but... Yeah, he was yeah. almost here. Yeah, uh, We did one episode where he was able to call in. That's why we have the whole camera configuration. It actually worked pretty well, and I have a video recording of that episode. 
it's just like I was mentioning in pre-production, the audio rendering, right? Video rendering is a whole another level, 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 and it was yeah. gonna take forever to finish publishing that one. And all that was was putting our logo at the beginning of the right, our logo on our song at the beginning of the video. Yeah, I wondered about that because uh, one of the issues I've been working through is I'm actually gonna be getting a new job, and uh, so actually my travel might uh, explode exponentially. Um, so I was wondering if there would be opportunities to, to explore in that direction. That way I could still make We're done. It. We got it set up. Yeah, we yeah, have part it. It's a done so, deal. He just, done. Uh, Michael hasn't been able to line up being static in a place with good enough connection right. to be able to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how that, that goes once we get to that bridge. We can cross it. But it sounded really good. Yeah. I actually had the speakers I had were too good for that. The, there was too much bass and reverb. Damn. So I've actually got another set that we're going to try out the next time we do that. It's so all about so that we bass. we cut some of that out. So. And there's that. Yeah. We had a hips uh, don't lie reference a couple weeks ago. Too. That was in that episode, actually. Uh, well, it is the World Cup, so there's going to be lots of Shakira playing. Hey, we've been talking basketball and uh, hockey the past couple of weeks, so I know you got some Liverpool news you want to publish on the podcast that no one knows about. Oh, yes. Uh, for all of our wonderful fans that are also supporters of football, uh, soccer, uh, inform everyone in case you missed it, because my Facebook and, and Twitter have been blowing up about it nonstop a week later, uh, that Liverpool did win. Their sixth Champions League or uh, European Cup title. Champions of Europe, baby. For the sixth time. We've won it six times. We've won it six times. There's a song included? Uh, well, that's the old song was We've Won It Five Times. Uh, did you see Klopp's, uh, Jurgen Klopp's song? I did. He was being interviewed and let's talk about six, Let's talk baby. about six, baby. About Good six, stuff. Baby. Listeners, you never knew you were going to get some <clears throat> Liverpool uh, singing songs from two-thirds of the new podcast today. Right. Who, who knew? But not to disappoint, uh, to provide an update, uh, my current strategy to turn the podcast into Lord of the Rings podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've managed to derail this for almost mm-hmm. three months. I have, I have finished Lord of the Rings, and it was fucking amazing. This is it. We're closing the door it on was the fantastic. Lord of the Rings chapters. But wait, there's more. There's actually not. There's only three Lord of the, the Rings. The Silmarillion, films. and it's amazing as well. And Peter Jackson is currently turning that into 12 movies. Most likely. <laughs> Although I'm super I'll stoked about the Amazon series. 24 movies. I will also watch the Amazon series. I'm super pumped. It's supposed to be about the second age, and as our listeners may know, that's about the uh, rise and fall of Numenor. Well, we have uh, had to have watched the first age series to understand the second age. Most likely. Dude, we haven't heard that in like... It's because of Russell. It's only him. It's because a, I am more We haven't heard this in weeks. His metal body. Yeah. Back your rods up from the... From the podcast. That's what's happening. Oh, I've got your rod right oh. here. Get your rods away from the mic. Because for me, I'm ready for the middle body. Let's go. Every time I get up from the gym and everything and wake up in the morning, I'm in pain. You're ready to I'm shed like, your go. organic compound? Give me the sleeve. Let's go. <laughs> Give me the sleeve. <laughs> Cesar, do you want to update us on uh, playoff basketball? Well, I mean, the Toronto Raptors has uh, sealed that win last night, so they're up 3-1. to one. Um, Which, Golden State's very familiar with... Uh, being up three to one, so it's still, in my opinion, anybody's game because I do see Durant coming back on Monday. Um, is he enough to turn the tide of the series? I don't know. This is this is going to be the one that Toronto needs to nail down because um, he'll come in. They'll probably give him a, a breath of fresh air for that Golden State team, but he's not going to be hundred percent. So if they win with him, he's going to take him a while to warm up. So you can, you got to capitalize on this and win. I don't think that he'll be on probably minutes restriction. He'll probably play thirty minutes, maybe ten. 10 in the first half, 20 yeah. in the last, and then the last three minutes of uh, is the game. Is enough to turn the tide? Is this a big enough of a presence? They, He is a good perimeter shooter, and which is what they're missing. And he's, I mean, you can block him, he'll still make the shot. So it, it can make a difference, but he's going to be rusty. He hasn't been in there since the beginning of May. It's been a month. Mm. 
So uh, they, this this is a must win for Toronto if they're going to win this series. If they lose this one, they they take a chance they could lose it. He'll start warming up, getting hot. So they got they, they, they have gotta go to ahead and it. go up. They yeah. got to finish it. He's going to be in that game. Oh, because they're one away, right? Yeah. Okay. He's he's going to be in that game. Golden State has to win out. Yeah. Yeah. My prediction of them. That's why I was telling people at work. It's like Toronto needs to win every game in uh, in the Bay, and they did so. They would have won that game two. They would have been done. But Went on the road. Yeah. Oh yeah, they gave that one up. Yeah, because they shit the bed in the third quarter. So. When is that next game? Monday. Holy shit! Why do they do that? They um. Play uh, one off three. Play yeah. one off four. They just stretch it out that way. I guess it's whatever contract they worked out with ABC for their their finals on there. Because typically, when it's in the playoffs, it's not like that. It's always uh, like a, they get a day off, and yeah. it's been, like the teams are like struggling because they, they don't get a, a big break depending on who they're playing to because sometimes they got to fly halfway across the country sometimes they play overtime for like 30 minutes and they don't get a proper rest i think that's why curry didn't play as well as he did last night because he he stayed out there for like that full 45 minutes the last game score 47 so they are traveling back that makes sense so yeah. do you think toronto will, will knock it down at home you think they'll take care of business that'd be big for the city they need to when was their last was it the maple did the maple leafs win a stanley cup fairly recently the Blue Jays won the World Series in 93 was the like last. Joe Carter, right? Yeah, he was on both of those teams, 92 yeah. and 93. Saw Steph Curry on Family Feud the other night. Was he really? Yeah, they had yeah. a celebrity. Him and uh, Paul um, Walker. Oh, too soon. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Yeah. I don't know any other Pauls. It's um, the only one that came to mind. Damn it. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Somebody, there we go. God, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Russell. Russell bailed me out. Fucking finally. We finally uh, got another Paul out there. That segment almost went up in flames. Oh, God. I was, I was trying to help you walk you off the cliff. But I was like, I just, like, you put me on there. I was like, damn, I couldn't my, go. My reflex was famous. All right, if I was on Family Feud and it was famous Paul, so that would have been my first one. You're going to be like, Paul Newman. No, damn it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> damn. I'll take dead Pauls for 400. Oh, Cesar crashed and burned on that one. Yeah. Russell, you've been keeping up with the NBA Finals? I know you usually get into playoff basketball. Yeah, I, I used to, to watch it a lot. but um, So when, when LeBron's not in it, you just don't give a shit? I really don't. You know, since he is a uh, part-time owner of Liverpool Football Club, <laughs> I, I've got to support King James in all of his endeavors. Um, There's the spin we needed. <laughs> that brings it back. Uh, so, but uh, No, uh, we used to watch it in college all the time and had an absolute blast with playoffs. I'm always down for playoff basketball. That first season, because... You can literally be sub-500 to make the playoffs in yep. the NBA. Mm-hmm. It actually starts to mean something. It's a lot of fun. And I'm ready for our Hawks to come around so we can be personally vested into it. Yeah, but we still got Atlanta United, who are currently, I believe, second in the Eastern Conference. So Dude, MLS. Start. Okay, so I was looking at the table. There are teams that have played five less matches than other teams. Yeah. That's way too spread out. Well, One um, or two matches in hand is one thing. Five? Yeah, it's pretty intense. And That's drastic. There's been a couple of issues with stadiums being built this year. And then, of course, Atlanta is back a few because they had so many matches at the beginning of the season. Because we were in, like, three different tournaments. <clears throat> um, and uh, Schedule's filled up. Oh, yeah. It's it's huge. And then, of course, Orlando is still at the bottom. Because fuck you, Orlando. Mickey Mouse FC. Exactly. Well done. Yeah. Gotta get it's it like I, I I talked to the, one of my coworkers at work. Said, so where the fuck Colorado come by? And they, are they new teams? Like no, they're in the Ferris. Like they just started mattering now when they started playing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All of a sudden they're relevant. Yeah, because like I was like, I didn't even know Colorado had a team. It's like you're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Howard shows up. Oh my god. I've also been keeping up on uh, playoff hockey. This is a uh, Lord Stanley Cups what tournament occurring right now. Their games this weekend, right? 
They played last night. The Blues beat the Bruins to go up 3-2. So they are the underdog. So actually right now both underdog yeah, but teams. Yeah, when's the next game? Business. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you had yours ready to go. I do not have mine. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, maybe the Blues winning. Even though um, apparently the Bruins are not happy about that missed call. But what? whatever. Uh, it didn't matter because it was still, well, no, it was 2-1, to one, so it didn't matter. Uh, game 6 is tomorrow at 8 p.m., so that'll be on Sunday. Sunday, So Sunday, we can, uh, we'll have live reactions of Bethesda's press conference and Stanley Cup Game 6 right here on the <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. At the same time. Tune, tune in to all of our channels. Same damn time. This is uh, some really good same hockey. There's, there's a lot of storylines riding in this series, and it's just been good hockey so far. I know you and I played uh, NHL 19 last week. Yep. Before the podcast. Nice. It's a uh, free with games with gold. Oh, solid. So we didn't actually play the real game. We played the mascot mode, which was three on three. Mascots. <laughs> and we got our asses handed our to us. Our goalie sucks. Yeah, our goalie was garbage. Plus the walrus. In. Plus our defending was uh, <laughs> no walrus. <laughs> Who do we have? Like I don't even remember the mascots. The we were struggling trying not to get scored on. The so duck was out the only there. Thing we were the mighty duck was mighty out duck. there. Yeah. How about any thrashers out there? Mm-hmm. Too soon. Don't, get, I him, don't get, get him started. On I that. tried to pick Atlanta when I was yeah. in the teams. I was like, where are the Thrashers? <laughs> Why like, can't I pick Atlanta? I was, like, I was like, choose Winnipeg. He's like, no, fuck Winnipeg. That's what he's like. <laughs> I think when you're scrolling oh, through, like, I think when you're going alphabetical and you go to where Atlanta's supposed to be, it starts over at the bottom of the alphabet and you get oh. Winnipeg. And I'm like, oh, fuck this game. Delete. <laughs> Let's go on uh, Xbox One X. It's One X enhanced. Some uh, 4K, native 4K hockey greatness. There you go. I also picked up, um, there's a crazy sales going on right now, and I'm sure there's going to be even more for E3, but um, the basketball is the basketball 2K19 is $3 on Xbox yeah. and PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation added it as well. So Freaking PlayStation Days of Play is about to destroy my wallet again. I've purchased four games already, and we're going to get some digital stuff. We were reading about Detroit Become Human is mm-hmm. $8. And it started yesterday? The 7th. What was that, 7th through 11th? Yep. Yeah, I think it's like about a week. Is it 7th yeah. through 11th or 7th through 17th? Ten days, maybe. I can't remember. Mm. I think it was seventh to the seventeenth. You thinking about getting that console still? The the slim that's out. I want it looks to. Awesome. I want to, but probably not. I don't Are they selling that controller that separately? Is the controller really what you're mm-hmm. after? You like the way the console looks too? I just like the console. I mean, I, I didn't get the, little, the the limited edition. Was it the five hundred million ones? I think I ended up just getting the controller and that blue controller and the headset. I like the way that blue stuff looked. Yeah, but it's uh, I think I saw some like on eBay and stuff, and it was. It wasn't holding value like all the scalpers thought they were going to get from it. No, I think the anniversary edition holds more value. The anniversary uh, does. Yeah. The one that looks like... Uh, at this point, I mean, I, I wasn't into collecting PS4 consoles because I wasn't sure about the backwards compatibility. That's why I have so many PS3 ones. But since we were getting backwards compatible to PS5, it, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Not worried about I it. I don't need to keep as many PS4s at this point. It's pointless. Right. Yeah. We'll be able to pop those discs in. So just like now. Just like we can't PS3 games into yep. PS4 after the most recent update. Firmware update. Pop a disc. Every time I, I got an update last night, I was like, yes, finally. And I just got the PS3 disc out. What game one. What game are you putting to the side that you keep popping in? Uh, popping the one in? I just got from Limited Run, Stranger's Wrath. Okay. Yeah. You're trying to... That hope. came in yesterday. I was like, let's go, bitch. Let's go. Put it in there. No. Isn't it on PS4, though? It'll just be a PS4 version of that same game? I don't think that... don't think it got on PS4. I think they did it on Vita. They did it on PS3. I think that's the only one they didn't port over. I would want to see if that one's backward compatible or not. If the, Not backwards compatible, but if, if that's it's on one there, of those they keep porting. the update I downloaded last night. We're joking about the backwards compatibility. It's not coming to PS4. We'll have it for PS5, but yeah, one of one of our favorite podcasts was making that joke on there. It's like, hey, it's a firmware update. It's like every, every time he sees an update, he pops mm-hmm. in. He gets PS3 a PS3 days. game and pops in. He tries it out. Tries. Yeah, because I had one waiting on me before I pl- uh, jumped on the bridge crew. No, it was last night too when I, I fired mine mm-hmm. up and I was like, oh, you gonna need an update? I'm like, fuck. Got God me bless. excited because Richard got me uh, Lord of Rings Generation War in the North. Like, 
yes. three years ago. Yes. And so I just got excited. I was like, that game is so fucking good. It's way better than it has this. any business being. You have it on Dang. PS3? Mm-hmm. It needs to go backwards compatible on Xbox One, and then we can get a 360 copy and pop it in. There we go. It's a good-ass game. It's so good. It's got to work on that. talking uh, about it. Licensing fees again, right? I don't think it's changed hands. It's still been in mm-hmm. Warner Brothers all the time. Mm-hmm. It should be fine. Yeah, they still own the license. It's not like uh, bringing back that pandemic game or something, but we got Star Wars Battlefront, right. so why wouldn't we get the or Conquest? The, the Marvel deals that Activision keep getting in and out of yeah. on their end, because I like what Marvel Ultimate Alliance is yeah. delisted again on PS4 and Xbox <laughs> it One. It comes so. back, gets remastered, gets delisted. That's the cycle it goes through. Uh, is there anything else we want to throw out there? We've managed to make it 17 minutes in our Especially intro. Especially if we want to go get the news. catch the yeah. show. Probably want to start making that. Hey, this is our preamble. I only wanted, the only thing we were leaving out, I wanted to know, our whole last episode mm-hmm. was uh, well, it was titled Debt Stranding, which was a play on all the various versions. And <laughs> um, Russell, I know you're excited, and we did not get your impressions on the trailer. You watched the trailer. I did. Can you give us a, because I'm going in blind still, I know the basis of what's going on, but can you give us a, an overview of the trailer or what, what excited you about the game and why it's a day one for you now as well? Um, well, I didn't look any, into anything beyond the trailer. Yeah. And there was still a lot of the trailer that left me with lots and lots of questions. That's kind of like the previous trailer I think we saw that was, you know, like, wait, what the fuck is actually happening? Um, Most Call of Duty games are like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No offense to him. No. But usually when I play them, they always come out well. So. Right. All right, continue. Um, I still don't know, really know what's going on, but it looks incredible. Uh, it looks like it's it blends a lot of uh, roaming adventure, Breath of the Wild style, where you can take off in any direction you want to go to to complete. I still don't know what the task is. There's something about the baby that... Um, he uh, clarified it is a strand genre game, so... All the games you've played before in the strand genre, it's going to be similar to that gameplay right. style. Yeah. It's good. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I'll, I'll go. Totally makes sense now. He said it's not stealth. Yeah. It's not action. It's strand genre. <laughs> oh, he did say that. Yeah, he I was specifically like, said it's a strand genre game. Yeah. Well, I don't know why he doesn't say he created a new genre of game. I think that's what he's trying to say. Maybe <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I'm so now I'm more confused than I was Fucking before. Kojima, man. Uh, I'm very interested to see the story and how it develops. Um, because based on you know, some of the Metal Gear stuff, we we know his background with uh, nuclear warfare or nuclear yep. warfare. Nuclear. Um, so it's gonna be very interesting to see how he ties in all of these just different ghost creatures and the different aspects and Mads, whatever his character is. Seems like a kind of Ubermensch kind of character, but he's like the bad guy. What the fuck is he? Yeah, like does he carry a strand of something? Kojima loves him some Mads. Right. Which, I mean, he's a great actor. He was awesome in Rogue One. And uh, Lashif as uh, uh, in um, Spec- not Spectre. Um, Casino Royale. Royale. Yep, yep. There we go. You have Lashif disease, too. I do. Actually, I still have issues, too. <laughs> but it's not a, blood. It's not blood. Well, every once in a while, my eye will get bloodshot. So that's a lot of fun. Mm, it's not quite Lashif level. It's not, because, you know, that would just be awesome. Um, but anyways, back to... Uh, you are one accident away from being a full-blown Bond villain. <laughs> pretty much. I'm getting pretty close. I'm almost Darth Vader. He's going to get the fluffy cat. Holy shit. He had uh, it earlier. I had it earlier. <laughs> Literally, before you got here, he was petting Luke and he made the Goldfinger comment. <laughs> and then we went off on an Austin Powers tangent. Oh, yes. About uh, Bigglesworth. All right, so you're down. We're, we're taking off Friday, November 8th. Uh, we're going to pick the game up at midnight, old school style, and come here and start playing it. So, And we're going to pass the controller and do what we do. So right. if you want in on that, you are more than welcome to do some Death Stranding 
cooperative, no podcast style. Yeah, I guess hopefully you'll be in town by then, right? That's, that's what depends on that's your my only, Yeah, that's my only concern there. Uh, or you just cancel wherever you were going to go because it's uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Your job's not important, whatever it is. I mean, like, when's the last time we got a strand genre game? Mm. Yeah, it's a, no, a yeah. whole new uh, job of, of stranding. Um, which, which, which job versions? stranding? <laughs> job stranding somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit, put that on your leave slip. Right. <laughs> And then I'll come back and I'll be stranded from the job. Um, <laughs> They'll leave you stranded, yeah. <laughs> uh, which uh, which versions did you guys pre-order? One of each. One of each. I do not have the regular. I've got the baby edition. I figured we would purchase a regular edition at whatever retailer happens to be open mm-hmm. at midnight. If the oh. usual midnight retailer is still around <laughs> come November 8th of this year. We have been questioning that, uh, whether or not that would be. As their thing. stock plummets to under $5 a share, there's a good chance that they... Are not available. That's fair. You never know. Maybe best yeah. buy. All Times they are changing. I'm pulling for them, but you know they they got a long road ahead to them to new consoles. So. so Best Buy usually does, but it's not the store closest to No Podcast HQ. Would be we Edgewood. would be we'd Edgewood. be willing to drive there. Edgewood or Buckhead. It just depends it's on. Only, how they it feel. only take 30, 45 minutes to get back here, anyways, right? Well, I mean, it's the middle of the night. There's not gonna be many people out on the road, anyway. So no. it's a, I mean, it'd be the same uh, where we did the um, Lord of the Rings, uh, Zelda. That special book book release thing yeah, that yeah. Barnes Noble. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be too far. We can just grab one and come back. Yeah, we can might even go out. Yeah, that I will still have 20. GCU, so I'm I'm willing to buy a second copy if it wants to be me that gets the the regular copy to play. Yeah, yeah I'm probably just gonna go with standard edition. I bought too many special editions that are just sitting around. <clears throat> Master edition. Of and then we're just gonna go to Woody's again. Yes. Oh God, bless the cheese steaks. God, it's good. It's that fucking sauce, man. Because mm-hmm. the cheese stick, there's nothing onto the cheese stick. No. It's really good, but it's, it's very plain. Right. The fucking sauce. Because when I'm done with the sandwich, I put the sauce on the wax paper and eat that, mm-hmm. and yeah. it tastes just, yeah, it's just the sauce that's right. carrying everything. I mean, the napkins, you just pull stuff off the ba- uh, bottom of the bench and pour that sauce on it, and you're good to go. 22 minutes. Cesar, give us our time stamp. Y'all ready to go into news? Let's do this shit. 22 minutes. So I don't have to update it as well. Oh, 20. I'm not even on that document. Let's see that. This will assist us. 22 minutes. All right, there was a Pokemon Sword and Shield um, direct. This shit looks exciting. Mm. You're not into it? I'm just burned on Pokemon. This is probably the most interesting in Pokemon I've been in a long time. I'm it, there as well. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that statement, but um, I don't know. We got so pumped about X and Y. Uh, yeah, this just, is this is a shake up of the formula. This is like Breath of the Wild style no, over it, overworld. This this looks like a fucking RPG, like yeah, a legit console RPG. I got yeah. it, but I mean, I'm just I'm wary, like I always am, of things now. No, which is fine. You, I mean, you always want to be wary. You don't want to be mm-hmm. always and like yeah, fuck yeah, and you come in here like fuck this game. I mean, too many day ones have just straight burned. You don't want to be like me when let's go Pokemon, you. let's go Pikachu, the butthole edition as you referred to it as. I don't know, maybe I'm being a little cruel, but yeah. You carried the Pokeball around in the elevator and shit, so it, it worked for something. Now it just scatters dust. So this game, we as we know, is coming out November 15th. Um, there wasn't a whole lot. This was mainly just a gameplay direct. We got all of our details the week before in that Pokemon Investor Call thing, where they announced the Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Go to Sleep and all that stuff, as people are referring to it as. Go home and go to sleep. Go home and go to sleep. Uh, a big thing they showed off was a mechanic called Dynamax, which temporarily... Creates gigantic holographic renditions of pocket monsters with boosted powers. Um, this info comes from The Verge. There's also a multiplayer component where up to four players can work together to take on these massive creatures, essentially bringing raid battles to the world of Pokemon. All right, Leroy Jenkins, you in now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, time may be up, however. 
I'm not, I'm not really sure. I guess you're going to have to play by ear as it gets closer, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'll wait for, it's kind of the, like everything it's still, else. It's still I'm, far away. I'll wait for the reviews, see how things are building. Uh, it's going to be a badass. It's going to be a badass Pokemon game. I've really moved into that that realm, though, of just waiting. And instead of jumping on so many day ones. Death Stranding is a different um, I've also game. done this. My next two are probably Death Stranding and Link's Awakening. I mean, so Death Stranding's right. fine because you were day one three years ago when it was announced. So right. it still counts from three exactly. years ago. Yeah. Right. It doesn't... Doesn't affect your this year. I'm gonna wait and see. Yeah, I, I think I was texting Richard last weekend and was even saying like Link's Awakening is gonna be my next game, until uh, PlayStation uh, Deal of Days announced all this shit. So now I'm gonna buy like eight games. But yeah, yeah, but that's, they yeah. aren't day one to be fair. Yeah, not, yeah. For them yeah but you're saving true. money. You're like not Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. Um, if you don't want to go with like a Best Buy copy, you can use my GameStop abilities and get that cheap as well because they dropped a used one on that. Yeah. If you want to go that route, that that option is available. When is that um, bridge close free? Should be soon, right? Mm, it was a year or two whenever we re up, so I'm not quite sure when that is. Pretty sure it was earlier this year. No? Last year, I believe. It was last year or something? Yeah, because they were no. getting away with the. They're moving away from that whole 10% percent everything. So. Well, it, was it like $5 off once a month or something like that, but it's off everything? Yeah. We throw you $5 to spend on whatever. Yeah. That you have to do in that month. I think it's not good Which for us. Which is basically the profit margin for yeah, everything. Yeah, it's not good for us, but it's good, for, I guess, to get new people in there for new releases and stuff like that. Yeah. Because usually we always capitalize on the percentages off the older games. And, like, buy two get ones and stuff on legacy I, I, titles. I see them, like, that's moving away from the used stuff. That's why. Yeah. Or relying so heavily on the used stuff. Let me just put it that way. I don't know what they're going to do. That's the uh, retailer we were referencing earlier, going mm-hmm. down into the drink. Uh, wrapping up this Pokemon news, there was a giant um, Dynamax one they showed off called Corviknight, a giant black bird that doubles as a taxi for shuttling people from town to town. Chocobo. That was just a new creature, my bad. I used a different thing. It does sound like a Chocobo. There's also a pair of legendary monsters, Zacian and Zamazinta, that are designed around the sword and shield theme of the game. More excitement for Pokemon. Cesar's definitely down. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited watching that video. I was actually on the running on the treadmill as it was playing. I was like, fuck, and I just fired it up, and I watched it on the treadmill so, as I was running. So Apple had their next bit of news. They had their uh, Worldwide Developer Conference this past Monday, and we'll touch on this later comparing it to Google Stadia platform, but I got a lot more excited about their Apple Arcade that they announced a couple months ago due to the single fact that they are bringing Xbox One and PS4 controller support to iOS, which uh, when they launched... When Sony put Remote Play on there, and uh, I already had an MFI controller, but Cesar, mm-hmm. you had to run out and grab one. Uh, it worked for certain games, but like none of those MFI controllers clicked the sticks in. The L, L3 L3 and R3. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I was playing Apex at work, streaming it, and I couldn't sprint. So right. there's no point in playing Apex when you can't sprint. So this totally takes that away, and that opens up Remote Play for PlayStation, because I think they're going to go huge into Remote Play for the next generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox is obviously going to be streaming. They've already shown off... You know, mm-hmm. Forza on fucking iPhones that yeah. you can stream. And um, Google Stadia, which is stuck on the Google stuff right now, but I think eventually their platform will come to, you know, any tablets or stuff like that. Right. But definitely this Apple Arcade, which they're kind of slowly releasing details about Apple Arcade. It seems like they're kind of letting other people line up. Apple does this sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. They let other people kind of be quick to adopt new technologies and things, and then they almost standardize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to sound Apple fanboyish or anything, but Apple carries that weight where when they're able to like mass produce and mass market and bring something to actual fruition, that it becomes a standard. And that's just, it is the way it is. The smartwatch is the number one selling, the Apple watch is the number one selling smartwatch and that kind yeah. of thing. 
Um, Apple Arcade, this is coming from Variety.com. Apple Arcade, which hits this fall in 150 countries from a new tab on the App Store across iOS, macOS, tvOS, will be curated by the same Apple team that curates the store. Pricing and details will come later. I thought it was a $10 tier, but I may be misremembering that. Um, I'm most excited about the Apple Arcade because they have a, a Miss Walker game coming. The second play Studio Kotor with a PS4 controller? Yep. You'd be able to, suddenly these games that I've been buying iOS licenses for won't be shit to play. They'll right. actually be playable. So that's a huge barrier in my opinion. Apple's kind of been stuck up their own ass on the MFI stuff. And yeah. the controllers just haven't been there. Like that, I mean, they, that controller we have is not that great. They always had like some rumor controller for years. And yeah. came out with, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like people, uh, developers and stuff talking about how great it was and just never... PlayStation, I'm, I remember when the Xbox One came out, they spent like $10 million or $100 million, some crazy number developing that Xbox One controller. Like, it was a big pitch when the Xbox One came out. Like, we spent a whole shit ton of yeah. uh, R&D developing this controller. and The perfect controller. Yeah, it, it, they're both great in my opinion. Yeah. I love both of them. I don't, yeah, have a, good. I don't have a fanboy view on any of them. All right, anything else we want to touch on the controllers? We're both excited, all three excited on that? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that it. That is good news. Yeah, especially, hopefully they'll get something going on Android with remote play outside of a Sony phone, so I imagine they will oh, for yeah. the next generation. That's been stuck on, it's still stuck on just Sony phones? Mm-hmm. So that works for Michael, he's got an Xperia, but for everybody else out there with um, the Google phones and I mean, the Samsung al- phones. You can always use a PS4 controller on the Xperia phones, you just had to buy some kind of weird cable to connect it and sync it. They had a proprietary thing for it? It was some kind of weird adapter if I remember correctly. Hey, but this uh, this universal adaptability takes down that barrier. Mm-hmm. Adapt adaptation ability. Uh, I'm just gonna let you go with it. I got there. Yeah. No, it was yeah. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> Next up, it checks out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just looked it up. Be verified. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We can use it as a Scrabble thing. Let's go. I'm trying to do the next bit, but there's uh, there's some kind of weird Sonic sizzle reel playing on this. News. No, we need to see that Sonic. This is coming from Gamespot. The That's last San Francisco one. Yeah, there's all kinds of shit. It's like Sonic Generation, Sonic Two, everything. Green Hill Zone. It definitely was that. The last 12 titles from the Genesis Mini have been unveiled. We were only supposed to get 10 more, right? Or was it was it an actual 12? Because now it's 42 I games. I felt like you only need 10, right? Right, yeah. it was supposed to be 10. Seems like two surprised with two more, yeah. Uh, the last 12 games revealed. This is coming from GameSpot. Road Rash 2, Strider, Virtual Fighter 2, Alicia Dragoon, Columns. Yes. Yeah. I was doing the menu theme. What the hell's happening? Yeah, <laughs> we were doing column themes. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing competing column themes. Mm-hmm. Dynamite Heady, Kid Chameleon, Monster World Four, Light Crusader. Not Monster Hunter. Not Monster Hunter Four. My bad. I and uh, Dwight, listener Dwight, sent in a message two weeks ago, mm-hmm. three weeks ago. True. He wanted Eternal Champions, and uh, Eternal Champions was one of those games. He also wanted Outrunners and Bonanza Brothers. I'm sad Bonanza Brothers is not on there, but Bonanza. it didn't make it. And we were hoping for Crusader of Sinti. I, I make literally it. doing the. Some people don't like trophies for video games, but doing getting the trophies for that Sega Genesis Classic on the PS3, I actually, like, yeah, I love Bonanza Brothers. You now. ended up playing I, some shit that you wouldn't have played yeah, before. Yeah, it, it works. Uh, this is coming out September 19th. It's going to be 80 bucks. Cesar and I have pre-ordered. Are you interested in the Genesis Mini with all these titles? Yep, and the full power tower. I also preferred that as well. <laughs> is that coming over here? Is that only in Japan? I do Japan that in, only. in Japan only. I got an so Amazon Japan. What the guys are referencing is uh, uh, th- they're 3D printed models of the <laughs> Sega CD, or the Mega CD in this case, and the 32X add-on. And a carrying case. Oops. Did you get the carrying Sorry. case as well? I did not. 
So sorry you did not get the complete package. I did not. No, I'm sorry. I, I looked up the Karen case in Amazon Japan, and it gave me a legit Mega Drive Karen case. And I was like, <laughs> no, this is not what I was looking for. Uh, so but, we missed... I didn't read that article. Yeah, here it goes. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Amazon.jp. So I missed two games out of that article. Um, Tetris and Darius are the surprise hits. Those were the, the two extras over the 42. Oh, yeah, because Tetris was never released, right? Was Tetris was never released. Yeah. And they worked with Alexei Pezhitnov to get this version on that Sega Genesis Mini. Which is article. fucking great. This is mm-hmm. kind of like the Star Fox 2 of this system. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping people will re- repay Sega on this and actually buy this. And, yep. Uh, Sega. And Listeners, if you like retro games, if you like emulation done right, mm-hmm. M2's doing this, jump on this, support this they, console. They put a lot of love into this. Big time. And Sega has been taking a lot of hits recently. So The other one is Darius. Uh, Darius never actually came to the original console. It's a brand new port specifically for Mega Drive and Genesis Mini. And I should be quoting this. I don't know where I read this before. But this was like a homebrew game where a developer made this. So it's not even something that was being developed for the Genesis. This is something someone made. Weird black and yellow cartridges. It Like even more so than that, I'm going to get these numbers wrong. But like most of your big Genesis cartridges were 8 megs. And this one's 32. So this would have been like a $200 game if it came out back then. So definitely support this if you guys are interested in this sort of preservation and retro gaming. Do we need to go over the 42 games? Uh... We do it every episode, I think. Every time they release a new set. I don't yeah, know. I think we're good. Time crunch. It seems like you're hesitant. You're like, yeah, I, I should, but... It's a lot of fucking games. Yeah. We I, did a round robin last time. Yeah, I don't know. You know, right. you know what? Just buy it. Yeah. You know what? Find it. Yeah. There's some good fucking it. games on there. We were happy with the first There's 10. There's great games on there. The only thing we're missing is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Hmm. Uh, next up in news. There's only two Sonic games, right? Sonic Spinball and Sonic Uno. Or did Sonic 2 get on there? It's 3D Blast Zone in that Oh, page. great. Now we're questioning the list after I closed it down. Yeah. No, it's too late. We already we already went too far. Mm-hmm. Can't go back. Next up in news, there was a Destiny 2 Direct. That's what oh, I was jokingly man. referring to it as. Uh, let's just keep this brief. There's a new expansion coming out. It's called Shadow Keep. This is, of course, the first Bungie game um, developed by and published by Bungie. They're out of the Activision umbrella. This is coming to PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Google Stadia. Stadia, yeah. Uh, this will be September. I saw a September date. September 17th. You can buy Shadow Keep by itself for $34.99. The main Destiny 2 game is going free to play. And Ooh, was it a light edition? Yeah, they call it New Light, a free to play version of the yeah, game. Whatever. Which include all of its foundational modes, activities, and rewards. So I think it's all year one content. So a cool thing about this, and it was kind of a last minute thing for Sony to pitch in, but Bungie is also supporting cross saves for Destiny 2, allowing PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Google Stadia players to keep character progress across all platforms. That's cool. This doesn't work for us, but I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, I played so much on PS4, then everybody switched to PC when PC got better, and I didn't want to start a new character, so this will give those people a chance to jump in and, yeah. and especially transfer, transfer their already made characters over especially there. Especially with Stadia, too. You've been logging in both accounts, so somebody's on their cell phone, they can play on their Stadia account that would that, be that's cool. what they want to do so even though stadia is only starting off on chromecast so maybe this will work for a year or two down the road yeah like, we're yeah. gonna cover that in the stadia stuff anything you want to add on the destiny do y'all want to continue our um i mean outside of destiny this, story mode i mean that was over a year ago i was looking at the old episodes that was over a year ago when we played that seriously yeah mm. and they uh, all played the intro and then stopped yep, yep. over I'll, a year ago. i'll mention the only thing that i like about there is that you can buy the new expansion and you can you you know you're not locked down with the other expansion, so you can play everything from that single expansion with a thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, that's cool to know. Okay. Yeah, because if you were like, I don't have to sit there and buy like 
hard. Buy this, buy that, buy this, buy Forsaken. You can just buy the new expansion and start playing. You don't have to have the pre-resigate for the rest of the stuff. I like the very consumer-friendly stuff they did, like that, watching the show. But it was to me, it was still that same uninspired artwork. And they're like, we're going back to the moon. We haven't been to the moon since the first game. And I'm just like, ah, I don't fucking Which care. was really fun. But Oh, God, uh, Russell, don't save it. No, what, what I was going to say is that... Um, I'm almost willing to give them the benefit of the doubt since they're out from underneath the Activision umbrella. Mm -hmm. And since, was it uh, Schreier? Yeah, in his book, uh, where he's talking about how Activision kind of changed how things were going with that. And so for Bungie to have maybe full, complete reign, maybe they're going to be able to go back and fix things. But I'm still completely uninspired to play this game. Are you saying make Bungie great again? It's possible that uh, that wizard came from the moon. crickets (laughs) (laughs) crickets <laughs> the pause is fitting the pause is fitting i want i don't know uh, Cesar and i were discussing this right after the show because he's like oh, i forgot it was even going on I'm, I'm glad i didn't miss much yeah but uh for me to get the bungee fix that i have i'm always going to have halo one and two multiplayer we can throw land parties mm-hmm. whenever we want to and we have three uh odst we can play again and reach stories yeah i mean we're being hard on the on Bungie, they just got out of Activision. I mean, it's going to take them some time. The, yeah. They're going to have to. I mean, you see a lot Surprise of kind of get. You, you see a lot of the stuff that Activision kind of forced on them. So it's like they're breaking those chains. Like this is try- a pretty quick. You're talking yeah. about the slow changes, but this is a pretty quick break yeah. from that that sort of corporate structure that they were stuck with. Apparently, now you got free to play. Um, they're stepping away from the exclusive stuff and dividing the community. Because remember, I I'm yeah. a, I'm, looks like the the whole reason why they had the PS4 exclusive stuff is probably because of Activision. The, and so probably would have deal with Sony and Activision. So they're stepping away from that. All that stuff's going to be available on everything. That's a good thing you didn't mention that. Instead of like a a scope coming out on PlayStation eight weeks before Xbox. They remember PlayStation exclusive raid and missions and a lot of people were pissed. They're like, so that's fine. They're like, but when's it coming to our stuff? So, you know, it was never clear on there. I'm assuming that was all Activision in the back end. So there's... It was cool Sony to let them go. I'm sure... It's like I think Jason Schwarz said, made a comment that I'm sure Bungie had to pay for something to break out of it, but... At least, hopefully, it was worth it. Uh, at least Sony let them go. So I still be spending all my open world shooter time on Division. So long Division, long Division. I'm hoping as more and more like the there's we talked about it, but I don't think it's been 100 percent confirmed that the new Call of Duty is going to be cross platform. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get away from that shit because it, I think that helps. That's why I know you get tired of threads and people champion consoles and all that. Hopefully, we get away from that shit. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't validate people's purchases by saying all right i got destiny i'm gonna have the raid first and and all of a sudden they're championing playstation just because they get a raid for it does nothing for the consumer yeah no well, it really doesn't and, and you notice that and we and i brought up the thing before pre-production about mm-hmm. uh, jim ryan having that conversation he's saying that you're going to see some stuff that sony's going to do that you haven't seen them done before and i think that's a lot of this kind of like you know like yeah go ahead and just bring the cross save yeah let's let's step away from the exclusive stuff because I think at this point very they, excited for that I think they know that that, that horse is gone I yep. think at this point you know a lot of people are going to choose their platform they're going to try to get people on the PlayStation platform a, a different way so it seems like because yeah. I mean at some point you're going to start I mean gaming's going everywhere at some point you're going to start pushing developers away from your console because you're you're too restrictive so I think we're going to see a lot more stuff in the future where they're like okay. yeah cross platform this cross, I mean they just can't fight it anymore I yeah. mean it's not worth it like we've already mentioned this fall so, i'm going to be playing i'm going to be streaming ps4 games to my ipad with a dual shock so yeah. we're already getting there i mean you just have to you have to bring people into your service some other way i mean there's too many options now and there's going to be more and more options as we go through in the next couple of years and the next generation so 
you don't want to alienate your developers anymore. So yep. I I think we'll see that. I wouldn't be surprised if Call of Duty will be cross-platform on everything. Honestly, if it's not, that will totally deflate me because part of the excitement about everybody in the office mm-hmm. is that we've always been fragmented. Like yeah. the two guys I know that play Call of Duty the most play it on Xbox. And I just I wasn't going to get the more inferior version, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. I had played Blackout with SR. I rented mm-hmm. it and played it. So that's what I was going to play. I was going to get PlayStation anyways. Yeah. And then it, it locked me out of three other people at work that could play it. So right. this will be wonderful. Yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Is Call of Duty going to do something at, at um, E3? Nothing I'm aware of. They usually do their own event in June, right? Like yeah, some of those in June. Activision kind of stepped away from doing their own E3 event, remember? They don't do a stage show Yeah, anymore. it's away from, just like I think EA's they do, like, the showcase. Day. They just put some of their games on the floor that you can play at, right. play on, but I don't think it's, like, uh, they don't have anything. They don't even do EA Play. They don't even have their own thing. They're just, like, at this point, you see the games that release. If you're going to buy them, they're going to buy them. I'm sure they'll have Crash Team racing out there on the floor to play, because that's their next game. I pre-ordered that. I got it for PlayStation because of the uh, retro exclusive track. Pre-ordered at GameStop. We're going to plug GameStop again here because they have a Crash Bandicoot bobblehead. And I was like, sure, why not? It's worth worth passing up my Best Buy benefits for. So I'm on a kart racer kick right now. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, after Sonic Racing, I got a good feeling this might be the one known on the PlayStation consoles and the Xbox consoles. I just got off eBay. I didn't even know this game existed. I thought I had it sitting around here somewhere. There's a Pac-Man Rally uh, kart racer. I just got this off of eBay. (laughs) I want to try it out and stream this. it. Yeah, yeah. It looked pretty good, like a 60 frames per second and everything on PS2. It actually looked nothing, pretty solid. Nothing beats Konami Crazy Racers for me. So I watched like a, a gameplay of that mm. with the Metal Gear music and everything. I was like, holy dun, shit. Dun, 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 dun. It's yeah. playing that as you're racing around. I was like, holy and shit. And you're, you're driving with Cyborg Ninja. Cyborg Ninja. Yeah. Speaking crazy. of uh, racing with Great the Cyborg Fox. Ninja, uh, Hyperkin is teasing a N64 classic clone console to be at E3. Uh, the story comes from GameSpot, but it was published on, what's his name? Andrew Steele, who's a Hyperkin mm-hmm. product manager. He showed off a, did you see this video? Mm-hmm. He played it all one-handed, Oof. which was crazy. He did play it one-handed, which was funny. Um, Hyperkin is, is known for making clone consoles. It seems to be hit and miss on quality, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, Cesar and I, you and I just got the Genesis one with the HDMI out and everything, and it's it's great so far. Yeah. Like it's It doesn't seem to be lacking in, in much of anything. It's not an analog FPGA style retro machine, it's, but it definitely gets the job there's done. There's some, there's some fragments in the mark in the market for that where there's some people who want the highest quality they can get on that, and then there's some people who just like, hey, I just want an easier way to play this on my HDTV. So it, but the consumers will will draw a line in the mm-hmm. sand because remember that Sega Genesis at games which, which sucked so bad that was at Dollar General and all that, it forced Sega to say, hey, all right, we're going to detach from that product. We're going to make a superior Genesis. Oh, and they did, and they're holding up there into the bargain. And it's not even now. I agree with it. And everything. Yeah. yeah. We don't even know anything about it. We know it's going to be quality. I, it's just that hyper, I think it's just that middle of the line where you're trying to please both people. I mean, you can't please everybody and keep it at a cost. Because, I mean, if you, you go all out and just do the PGA one, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be super expensive. And you don't know if you're going to make those type of sales. So what we're kind of hitting around, um, Andrew Steele, this guy, published on his LinkedIn account a video of various N64 games being played on this clone console, of which N64, there's not been one yet. Like the Retron 5, none of those play 64 games yet. And uh, it actually looked pretty good. It looked solid. And since then, there's been some specialists on Twitter and things like that that have kind of dove into the footage. And it appears to be using, was it Mugen 64? Mupin 64? It is using some sort of emulation, so it's not a full, it's not an N64, you know, on a chip actually it, playing the N64. They're, they're pointing out it's not perfect. So there, there's some artifacting, there's some flaws in there. It's just, 
but I think a lot of that is based off the the processor they're using on there. I think it needs something a little bit stronger because that seemed to be the arguments. Like, hey, it, it's like somebody was in there like, don't give shit to the N64 emulation. There's great in, emulators out there. Just, there are. You need a a stronger PC. I think they're yeah. trying to compact into like a Raspberry Pi type device for yeah. size and yeah. price and all. It's it's just not there yet, cost wise. So what people pick up on, and I didn't even see it. Actually, Brant, listener Brant, sent me this video, and I forwarded it to you, Cesar. And uh, apparently, what what viewers had pointed out as far as figuring out that it's emulation is, do you remember on I think it's Mario Speedway? It's the first Mario the Kart sixty four. It's that TV camera. It's supposed to be replicating. It's like ten frames per second. It's yeah. like snapshots of your race. It's not actually playing back, but it's uh, the footage on that when you're about to go underneath that little overpass, that, that bridge or whatever, the yeah. tunnel. That's it. Um, it's scrambled looking, so that's an indicator of the emulation. But uh, uh, as y'all know, as a podcast, we're always down for good ways to play old games. And if we get an HDMI out in 64, because we've struggled here as a as a podcast trying to capture that video from N64 and publish it and stream it. So this could be a viable solution, even if it's not perfect. Y'all have any interest in this? It's one more way for me to play Ocarina of Time. I'm in. There we go. And that's um, going to be a lot of people's take. Yeah, it would all be dependent on price. If it's like that's 50, true, fifty or less, yeah, I'm down. I'm not not paying a hundred dollars for for that. We're going to know more next uh, next week at E3. But Gamespot points out the Retron Alt Ultra. Is it Alt or Ultra? I thought it was called an Ultra. This article says Alt. I'll read what they wrote. The Retron Alt Premium Retro Gaming Console for N64, as it's officially known, plays original cartridges and it outputs at 720p. Included in the box is one Admiral controller with three prongs like Nintendo's official one, a three-foot HDMI cable, a six-foot USB-C cable. That's interesting. Both 4x3 and 16x9 aspect ratios are supported. I'm an aspect ratio freak, so that works for me. So he showed off uh, Mario Kart 64, Super Mario 64, Super Smash Brothers, and GoldenEye running on the system. And it, uh, if you watch that video, it's real brief, but he actually switches in between the aspect ratios, and GoldenEye 16x9 didn't look too awful. So. Right. It wasn't like jarring like I was expecting it to. Yeah, one more way to play Ocarina and Perfect Dark. I'm I'm down. Russell's in. Anything else to add on that, guys? Shadows of the Empire. No. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I should have just cut it off. Why did I open the floor? Why did I open the floor? I wonder if it'll run. Uh, did he call Indiana, Indiana Jones. Oh, and the machine. machine. Yeah. I'm not coming out. <laughs> I'm afraid of the hyenas. Hector Jones. Uh, as far as we got when we try to play through it. It's the only fun thing to do is to drive the Jeep around. There was a leak pre-E3, which is what we're going to get into a shit ton of them, but there was a new Watch Dogs that was leaked called Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, it's apparently based in post-Brexit London, and you'll be able to control any NPC in the game. Do we have any Watch Dogs enthusiasts on the podcast? I played the first one because I was excited when it came out, and bought the second one, and I haven't even played the second one yet. I, I don't know. We'll see. When I think Watch Dogs, I literally think of uh, what they call it, Downflate Gate, where uh, everything was shown off in like super high end PCs, mm -hmm. and then by the it's time the we got it, it was Ubisoft thing. Even with the Division Uno, so. they did that for a while. Yeah, yeah. All the, all I know of Watch Dogs is I remember me being really excited about Division, and you being really excited about Watch Dogs, and then it just kind of <laughs> imploding from there. But that was a weird generational cross because we got Watch Dogs on PS3 and PS4, and Wii U. Mm-hmm. I played it and enjoyed it until I accidentally killed uh, an innocent person, and then it ruined it for me because it 
it raised my rating or whatever. Uh-huh. I tried to hack a phone booth or something, and she walked by the phone booth, and it fucking blew up. And I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't want that to happen. And then people are chasing after me and shit. Yeah, takes the fun out sometimes. Oh, uh, this is coming from The Verge. Legion will reportedly be set in a post-Brexit London, making it the first game in the series outside of the U.S. Previous installments took place in Chicago and San Francisco. Aside yeah. from the new location, the big shift appears to be the ability to take control of any NPC character in the world. NPC character. I just said non-player character character. Every individual you meet in the open world has a full set of animations, voiceover, character traits, and visuals that are generated and guided by gameplay systems. And we will learn more about that at Ubisoft's E3 keynote on June 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Time zones, people. They had a couple things leaked because they also leaked out the, Monday at four. the new Rainbow Six. Just right? Dance. It'll be okay. There is a Rainbow Six. It's a resurrected uh, space project, but it's going to be like on a... It's was called, it sticking with this space called, thing? No, it's, it's called Rainbow Six Quarantine, and it's like a Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's like one of those. I was like, I was like great. When I was reading, I was like, all, all the games are running together now. I think Ubisoft's big thing, we're, we're not really going to do a prediction episode like we did last year, but uh, last year. It feels good to say that. Mm-hmm. Last year on the E3 I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of out now. I think at this point we got an idea of what's coming out. But there was a rumored, what I was getting at, there's a rumored Ubisoft uh, like EA Access type thing. And oh, I know a Pass? shit ton of people would buy that. Mm-hmm. All the Ubisoft games, all the Divi- you'll get Division content, you'll get Ghost Recon content, you'll Speaking get Rainbow which, Six. Division Two is on sale. I've got it's not PC. cheap enough. I know, but you can get it on console. Get it on sale for PC, and I'll play with you. Uh, no, pass. I'm playing in twenty-one by nine. I don't know what I'm playing. Everybody, 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 all right, everybody's drawing their lines. <laughs> We're all in their trenches. We're Here all we go. Di- We're all divided. I'm raising my console you're, banner. You're on your. I'm pissing on yours. You're on your uh, platform. Uh, we should be platform agnostic when we play these games online So, because I would probably play it on PS4 so we're all divided anyway hey maybe we get this news next week that'd be fucking great That'd Maybe awesome. this time next week, me and you are playing Division on different platforms together. I've never tried to play a shooter like that, like a new age, modern, I guess I should say, shooter on PC. Um, if you'll we... look next to my gaming PC, you will see a plethora of uh-huh. controller input devices. Yeah. I, too, am not a fan of the mouse and mouse. Keyboard. I'm all yeah. about Wazid. But Half-Life broke me because there's platforming in Half-Life. And trying to run and jump and, like, squat jump mm-hmm. with the space bar. And I'm also trying to move the... It's like, wow. Like, it's, no, a, it's, it's a gift. You just got to get used to it, man. Nope. Uh, I did not get used to it. It's rough. Wow was fun. But that's not the same. Yeah, but that's mostly... Totally different right, totally controls. Different, yeah. I can't imagine. The it's precision. like when I played Diablo. The precision of the mouse is supposed to be amazing, but I don't want to remember what my inventory button is right. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know how people were playing uh, PUBG when we were watching that invitation. You get by those two hundred dollar two hundred dollar mice. Yeah, with I did the, do the that one time. On there. Dude, I, the PUBG people are fucking crazy with their right. mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I, I did buy a gaming mouse uh, when I was playing WoW back oh. in the day from Fry's. You and still have it? Nope, I took it back. No. It didn't uh, do enough. I stopped, uh, stopped playing. It, it was like a, it was beyond me because it had a bunch of macro keys and stuff to yeah. it, and I was not that big of a gamer. Not to that level. Not to that level. I said it. You weren't the guy. No. You weren't the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the South Park guy. <laughs> this is one tough badass. He's kind of a stereotype, but uh, it's definitely a funny one. Uh, next up, there were three games announced by THQ Nordic this week, and then one of them broke your heart. Did it? Yeah, this Royal Humans. It didn't break my heart. I just didn't get time splitters like I wanted. That's what you were. You're like, yes, finally it's happening. It's oh, like, because it, because the third game wasn't the one I wanted. Yeah. It's a, 
But then again, uh, I'm not like most people. I have access to all the Time Splitters games, so yeah. I, I could play Time Splitters when I want to. I fucking love Time Splitters. Time Splitters. We need to finish our co-op profile we were playing. It's true. So they announced three games in three days, June 5th, 6th, and 7th. The first one was SpongeBob uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Rehydrated. And apparently people... Rehydrated. Thank you for adding that. <laughs> that is a funny way to... We make fun of all the remastered and all that bullshit they come up with. Rehydrated is actually pretty, pretty fucking good, good for yeah. something War named Ma- SpongeBob. What was the other one? War Mastered? Death, War Mastered for... Death I mean, Inative Edition. Death Inative Edition. Definitive? I think it was Death Inative. Yeah. Um, this is a PS2, Xbox, and GameCube era platformer, think, and apparently people are freaking the fuck out about it. They didn't do one for Legend of K. It, anniversary Edition for that one. Ah, boo. Week, right? Yeah. And then all the various Skyrims we've gotten are just remastered or VR and that kind of thing. I have Skyrim in VR. Do you want to try it out? Yeah, I'm down. I'm not using it for anything. Um, this is a... Do we, do we know anything about this game? Russell, did you ever play... Uh, you're the youngest one out of the squad. I did not. Battle for Bikini Bottom. Oh, I remember selling the shit out of this game, though. I, I, it was the greatest hit, so it sold. So people online... You pointed this out. People online are freaking out about this game. It's it, not that relevant to us, but there's a whole generation of younger people... They're just throwing out random Nicktoon games now. They're mm-hmm. like, I want this now. I'm like... Oh. I play an Avatar game. And it looks like it's going It's going the... Crash Bandicoot is going the spiral yeah. remastered because that's like a complete redone engine. Well, Activision, Activision has come out and said that Crash and Spiral are now marquee franchises for them. As it should they have been all well, along, yeah. but they sold so well. So uh, this is coming from PushSquare.com on the game Steam page. THQ Nordic describes the game as a faithful remake of the original with high-end visuals, modern resolutions, and carefully polished gameplay. As hinted at in the reveal teaser's video description, Rehydrated will include multiplayer. This comes in the form of a co-op horde mode for two players, either online or local. Even more yeah. interesting is the promise of restored cut content from the original release, such as the robo-squidward boss fight. Yeah, That's the coolest thing about this to me. I don't know anything about Spongebob. It's not really relevant to me. But stuff that was cut out of this game from what, 15 years ago is being added back in the remaster. Yeah. So I kind of flashback a little bit. I was kind of hoping for this with the Wind Waker HD. Because remember, they cut out that whole uh, water... The, the quest with Jaboon. It mm-hmm. wasn't Jabu Jabu. But that third thing, you you, have, you haven't played one week or you nope. haven't started back up? Okay. Nope. So you have a quest, just like in Ocarina, you have to get the medallions, you know, mm-hmm. the forest, forest, fire, and water, or forest, water, and fire. Yeah. And in this one, you get the first two, and you're getting ready to go to the third one, like go to, to see the guy to get the quest, and mm-hmm. he just gives you the third one. And they had mentioned in development that they... They ran out of time, I think it was, with Wind Waker. Yeah. Like, they had to meet a deadline. It was a holiday game well, remember or something. I think they started that game from scratch a couple of times. So. Yeah, like the first Sage medallion. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it, But it's the third one you get, and they just give it to you and then send you on to the next unveiling. It right. follows that same Link to the Past and Ocarina formula of get the three, open up the world type thing. So I was kind of hoping for that for Wind Waker. But it's cool to see a developer do this, and they're just it just happens to be SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. I, I like platformers, so I'll give it a whirl. Um, you mentioned, did I have this? <clears throat> and I hadn't looked at it yet when you sent me that. I was in a meeting when all this news was going down. And uh, we'll have to look and see if we have this on one of the old consoles and see what it's like. Yeah. Platformers are platformers. We'll see what it's see what it's all about. Um, the other game they announced the next day was Darks. There's a new Darksiders title, which had been... Genesis. It's the Genesis wave. Genesis. This had been rumored for a while, but we just got a Darksiders, what, earlier this year? Like March? Three and it was November of last year. It was November of last year. Yeah. Michael played they're it still and enjoyed it. Doing season pass stuff. I think they got something new they're adding this week or something like that. 
So they, we weren't sure kind of what this game was going to be, but this is uh, like an action RPG, like a Diablo type game. It actually looked really good. It's a prequel, I believe, and because there's one more Dark Siders game we need to follow the current storyline. This seems like this is a prequel. I'm assuming that's the name Genesis. So he is the fourth horseman in this in yeah. this story. This that's is the one we from, haven't played. This is coming from Polygon. In Dark Siders Genesis, the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, Strife, is called upon to save humankind from certain destruction at the hands of Lucifer. True to its roots, Darksiders Genesis will feature intense combat, exploration, puzzle-solving, epic boss battles, and serpent holes from heaven to hell. Hmm. The game marks the first full-scale Darksiders adventure played from the top-down perspective. Actually, looked really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Looked like I'm Diablo always, with a. Uh, I'm always down for Diablo. What did you mention? The character art looked like Caden from uh, Destiny. It looked just like that fucking mm-hmm. Destiny character. It did. Uh, shit, Captain Reynolds. Uh, this game is forty bucks. I saw on several game. retailers. And it's coming out on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Google Stadia, with no release date. But it's gonna—they're gonna come out with a release date at E3 next week. The third and final THQ Nordic game is Destroy All Humans remake, headed to PS4, PC, and Xbox One in 2020. This is a remake of the 2005 Alien Invasion game, according to Polygon. Also a platformer. I think the Pandemic was the original one, right? Pandemic originally developed this. Yes. Um, it's. So sorry, you pointed this out on Twitter, but this remake's being developed by Black Forest Games, the Gianna Sister Studio. Mm-hmm. I have both of these on the original Xbox, I think, and then I think I have one for 360. I can't remember if that was a remaster already or like a, that was, if it was a new one. The one on the the 360 was weird because we got it here in the U.S. on 360, and then they got it in Europe on PS3 also. Really? We didn't get the PS3 version. So there's two on Xbox and PS and PS2. There's one on 360 and PS3 apparently, and then I think there's one on Wii as well. There was a yeah, there was a a, like version. a weird version on the Wii. That's when they were doing like the like oh here's a with the gimmick stuff. Let's go. Here's an offshoot store yeah. where you can waggle your remote. Jerk it. Let's go. Russell, you like playing with tilt controls? Yeah. How was Destroy All Humans? Great. <laughs> it was great. Box art quote from Russell. Great. All right, that's the THQ Nordic games. We good with that? Yeah. Uh, next up in news is because there's a shit ton of it. Uh, Google had a Stadia Connect event, is what they called it. And yeah, and basically they just went through and they announced a couple. Of, was it they, one exclusive game? I mean, they they came out and said Baldur's Gate three was coming. Then That's they, what they led with, but it's been confirmed that it's also coming out on PC. Then we got a new uh, Tom Clancy Ghost Recon trailer with uh, the Punisher and Shane from uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. <laughs> Uh, I like how we're just gonna stick with Shane yeah. from Walking Dead. <laughs> he doesn't actually John have Bur- a name. Berthall. Yeah, and then um, he's also in the Pacific. The the most game I'm, I was really excited about, which was Guilt, which looked like a horror s type game from the Rhyme developers, and that is an exclusive. That is definitely exclusive. And then they did like a scissor reel towards the end. Um, a lot of it seems outside of the um, outside of uh, Doom Eternal to be older releases like Final Fantasy 15, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Um, Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy 15. Which is fine because I guess the service, based off what they got going on, doesn't technically start till next year because you can jump in on November if you have the Founders Cap for 130. Yep. Um, that comes with the controller, three months of uh, Stadia Pro, which is normally $10 a month, uh, an additional three months to give to a friend, and a Chrome UltraCast to play 4K on the TV. Which um, is the only way to play it to start off with. Unless you have a Pixel 3 phone. It does work on Pixel 3 and Pixel 3a. Um, this is so fragmented this is already. A, and yeah. the whole thing was that you can play it everywhere. Yeah, because I, I guess this is a... The way they should have sold this is like, hey, 130, get into the beta. This is basically a fucking beta because it doesn't seem yeah. like the service is going to launch until February of next year because there's going to be a free version 
where you can buy the games a la carte. You don't get any of the free additional games. Uh, and then you have the pro version, which is $10 a month, where it seems like they're going to be like, okay, so the first free game is Destiny 2. It's kind of like what they do in PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. So they'll add something in there. But, but it's yeah. so confusing to me because the games are full price. Like, Well, that's for the basic version, which you can only do 1080p, 60 frames, it looks like it. And you, you buy the games a la carte. Right. Um, they didn't say what's covered in that $10 service other than there's going to be some older games, which sounds like it's going to be older Legacy older titles. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's the whole... And we always hear, like, me, me and you listen to different podcasts, and I tend to agree with them. It's like, it seems like for something they, they're trying to come out and, like, make gaming easy, it's just... They make it so much more harder. It's like... I, it would have been better if they're like, okay, $20 a month, and you don't have to buy any games. It just... Right. I'll, you get stream, we'll add new stuff on there, and it's like... They're trying to sit there and say, like, all right, we're just going to try to get as many people as we can on there by offering so many different options. I think that's going to scare away a lot of the people, except for people who are big in tech. Like, you know, like, yeah, I want to get on the ground floor on this and figure or it that, out with them. And, or that travel a lot. But as we were chatting yeah. about the infrastructure at hotel, Wi-Fi, and things like that, doesn't doesn't behoove mm-hmm. these sort of connections. It's not like Russell's going to fly wherever he's flying with his new gig. It's like, yeah, let me pull out my phone on this right. plane and let me say, oh, I can't. You know, Michael, Michael travels a lot, and he complains yeah. about being able to, you know, he can't even download and, and play games that are, uh, like, he has native. He yeah. can't, like, get past the check-in screen on a Ubisoft game to play it online. Well, this is where the mini consoles are really kind of going to benefit me, because I'll have yeah. my Switch, but I'm also planning on taking my yeah. Super Nintendo Classic and playing some of those, because it's so small, I can throw that in a bag and plug it into a TV, and it doesn't require, you know, an internet connection or anything like that. Um that's what's maybe disappointing uh, about this is, is that limitation. Is somebody else also pointed out that yeah. you have to have a certain amount of uh, data coming in, and somebody said that they did their was it Comcast? Com- yeah, yeah. Ten Com- Com- Comcast has a data cap. Yeah. Or you're gonna do the you're gonna do the bandwidth so, thing. Yeah. Do the break it down. So 720p is 10 megs per second. Uh, 25 megs is for 1080p 60 frames, and then um, was it 35 megs for 4k mm-hmm. 60 frames? And it's like Russell mentioned, if you do have Comcast or somebody that has a data cap, I think, what is it, um, after 65 hours, you hit your data cap, one terabyte a month. Yep. And that's less than three hours a day playing games. Yeah. Now, which is fine for some people, because some people only play that much, but, you know... Or don't have a data cap. Right. Right. Or, you know, I, I typically can spend 65 hours on one game, which would not be for me, so... You were saying, uh, were these all digital, or were these uh, games a la cartridge? Um, you get a, see, that's the thing nobody knows for sure, other than you're paying the $10 Pro service, which gives you the 4K version on there. But the a la cartridge mode is the basic, which is free. So We're sticking with it. I'm yeah. digging this. I've been so, sitting on that ever since you said a la carte that's like, 10 minutes new, ago. That's a, new thing. <laughs> that's a new thing. So, I mean, unless, I guess it's for that person, like, Russell's like, yeah, I always wanted to be playing Division Dose, so let mm-hmm. me go ahead and spend... Thirty nine ninety nine for Division Dose on Stadia, and just and I don't I don't exactly. need the other shit. I right. don't care about four K. I I just want to, you know, I just want to be able to sit on the fucking toilet and play the hell out of it. And so yeah. but you can do that with a wave bird. That's true. Mm-hmm. Remember that advertisement? Play in well, the shower. What's frustrating is that we were car. we were kind of on the fence when they announced Google Stadia. Like we wanted to hear more details and everything, but that first show was almost like. You know, stream it on anything that has Chrome. Mm-hmm. Use any controller you already have. Mm-hmm. You're going to play a fat a fat fee, a flat fee every month for mm-hmm. access to this system. Yeah. And then it's like, as they they were supposed to narrow that focus and mm-hmm. really pitch this product as this is all you need, and they just opened up this. I, uh, Honestly, where where I'm getting at is they opened this up to 
Xbox to fucking knock it out of the park mm-hmm. with their shit coming. Oh, out. they're going to kill. Yeah. Sony, when they unveil what they're going to do with their streaming stuff and the Microsoft infrastructure they're going to use, they just open the door to every other competitor. Mm-hmm. Apple, who I just mentioned, has go. been yeah. sitting back. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm already more. They illustrated that Apple Arcade to me as more of a obtainable service and more more user friendly to me than Google Stadia. Yeah, and I was right. more hyped about Google Stadia because I tried that Assassin's Creed. I was yeah. in on that demo and fucking played. I streamed that game on a shitty laptop and mm-hmm. played it perfectly. And just since then, it's just been crap. And yeah. it's, I, this is, they're, they're fucking Googling it. That's all it is. This is what Google does. It almost seems like they know that because if you look at that press release on what you get with that founder's yeah. pack, part of that pitch is that you can reserve your Google online name yeah. with the early. Like, really? Yeah. Come on. I mean, look, there's nothing on this service for me. I thought about it. I sat there and was like, let me, I, you know, I, I like trying new shit. I was like, maybe I should try this. And I, I sat there. There's nothing in there that I want to play other than Guild. Uh, all those other games I already own. Um, it's made by Tequila Softworks, so it's going to end up coming out on fucking everything. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. We if, have Rhyme if, on everything. If not, whatever. So, um, I mean, there's just nothing that's pulling me other than, you know, the only people that I saw that are truly excited about this are, are people who are straight Nintendo exclusive. So this opens up those... They're, those they're, they're like, I only play down. Nintendo, but I want to play the other games because I can't play it on there. So they're oh, they're sitting there. I think there was one guy in the thread saying, like, this is cool and all, but he's like, I might just wait to see the next Xbox and PS5 consoles before I, I jump on the Stadia thing because yeah. to see what they got that's different. So... Yeah. That I mean, xCloud, Microsoft's xCloud, if it's half as good as their, they've been hyping and talking about, they, and they're going to spend a lot of time Sunday talking about it. I think their xCloud's going to be great. I... The, the thing that's going to kill is they already have a better service with the uh, Game Pass. If all that shit from Game Pass comes over streamable, that it's done. It's yeah. a done deal. Now at that point, Google's playing catch up. And it's you were early adopter on Game Pass and, and talking about its mm-hmm. benefits, and they I they, still love it. It's two years old. I, I mean, couldn't believe that. I was even, like, holy shit. Even the same thing with the PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now's got a lot of games on there. It may not be the newest hits. They still got some stuff they need to like put in new releases on there that's going to help them out. But they right. they got a better, more interesting catalog. Right, so they, they have they have that history. They just gotta have some way to put it in the streaming format to other devices. They had Gaikai, so. and now they're aligning with Microsoft for that infrastructure to be able to get it to you faster yeah. and easier. Yeah, because of the whole deal with Amazon Web Services went through, so I went down. Yep, they didn't they didn't sign a new contract, so they had to go somewhere. Damn it, Google! We were excited about this. I kind of wanted to get one as a podcast and just be able to pass it around and try it out, but it just I don't I don't want to pay the upstart. For I don't want to spend any additional money on because Google is really good at just just stopping. They're yeah. like, yeah, look at Google Fiber. Remember, I was so excited about Google Fiber. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we we didn't realize how big of a thing this was going to be and how much it was going to cost us. So, yeah, we're just going to stop. Oopsie. Well, yeah, so, whatever's many, out there is out there. How many, they, how many times have they killed a messaging service? We were using Google Allo as a podcast We, we kept together, going back and forth. And yeah. We had to get off of Allo it. Allo and, you know, what was it? Hangouts is going away at some point, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's because they were like, oh, we just want to come up one. And we're just building it natively in messages now. I'm like, it's... They just so, fold the some, program. Sometimes... They're a fucking mess. Yeah. So I'm like, eh. I don't know if this is... There's, there's there's people out there who want to test stuff that's new. Maybe this is for them. It's not for me. I'll wait for them to work out the kinks. By yeah. then, it'll be too late. Microsoft will be on top, probably. So That's just my personal opinion. We'll know more Sunday. We'll be able to discuss that on next week's episode. Uh, another rumor. The, the next three are... Our next four stories are rumors. Um, Spyro Reignited Trilogy might be coming to Switch on September 3rd. Yes, please. And that Spyro might be playable in Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, which comes out in two weeks. With somebody noted, I guess he was playable in the Game Boy Advance version of Crash Racing. I heard that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. 
I saw some gameplay of that. So they said not somebody came back. It's like I checked that is canon. Mm-hmm. We can go with that. It is canon. <laughs> Add it in. That uh, yep. that rumor comes from GoNintendo.com. Yeah, I can't remember if they said somebody like a realtor or some realtor place put that up there and took it down for the Spyro game. I can't remember. Somebody put it out there. So thank you, Target, for that notification. Yeah, you needed it. Uh, the we next three are rumors of the Namkai Bando. <laughs> Namco, <laughs> I knew I was gonna fuck it up. <laughs> Namco Bandai announcements that Namco. we're gonna get. When is there? Are were these supposed to be on somebody else's stage? Apparently, um, seeing that, my my guess is this was supposed to be on the Xbox stage because there was the rumor, anyways, with the George R. Martin game. And I'm assuming since they did Tales last year, they're probably gonna do Tales this year. Right. Um, I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nino Kuni was gonna be on the Nintendo Direct since Sony doesn't have one. So. Because I don't think the Nino Kuni, makes sense. I don't think the Nino Kuni is on Xbox. Somebody said it, that it, it specifically says on the Forset era thread it's not coming to Xbox. Yeah. So the games we jump kind of we kind of jumped into it. Uh, Nino Kuni uh, Wrath of the White Witch mm-hmm. is going to get a remaster for PS4, PC, and the original one is going to come to Switch. So mm-hmm. not a super updated one. Um, Elden Which is Ring. fine because that game looked great on PS3. It'll look great on Switch. So. It did. Yeah. Elden Ring is apparently the title of the George R. R. Martin game that we referenced last week that he had been working on with From Software with horse riding. <laughs> the horse riding element. <laughs> That's very important. We need that. I don't know why we were blacklisting Witcher 3, but whatever. There's not a whole lot of details on that, but there is a logo and a new Tales game, which Cesar referenced. Which looks very much like Monster Hunter. That looks exactly like Monster Hunter. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. with a tail spin. I was very interested because remember Hideo... Tailspin. Hideo left uh, that studio, and he'd been running Tales for a while, and the, the new guy that's running that studio is, I think he's the guy, and don't quote me on it, and I have to look it up just to confirm, it's the same guy who's doing like the... Their version of Monster Hunter, which is like Code Vein, and what is, what is that game that they coming out that's coming out on Switch in July that's already on PS4? I'm struggling. I know it's I can there, visualize it's in my head, it. yeah, it, but it's like it very Monster Hunter. I think yeah. I think that's the same guy that's running that studio. I could be wrong. I got to look it up. I that apologize. actually looked pretty damn good. I was almost like, how's this running on Switch? Yeah. Uh, so the Tales rumors well, come from those Daniel games were always running on Vita. So somebody's like, finally they had to go, they had to go portable, right? Because those were really Vita games. The Tales game is going to be uh, Action RPG and Unreal Engine 4. Which I think the uh, Berseria was on Unreal Engine 4. It's it was the as well. same animated studio that's doing this one. I think the only thing that's different is that... And it was on... Yeah, I think the only difference is that it looks drastically different than any Tales game out it's there. It's more realistic than the, the cartoony, cel-shading look of, of typical Tales games. Yeah, let's see. Could explain why we didn't get a Tales game so quickly this generation. This might be the final one before the next machines come out there. Or this could be the one that cross-generation so uh anything more to touch on that so that's nino kuni elden ring and a new tales game that's tales of uh, super exci- tales of arise super so excited about all that if they <laughs> they come out with a fucking xenosaga remaster for everything then now that i'm good i too am down for some xenosaga which is holding them value for whatever reason. The third sh- one's fucking expensive as shit. First it's one's like, like hundred something dollars. First one's like eighty bucks now. The first one is eighty. Yeah. I thought that was the common one. That's the only one i have it's on gamestop for eighty bucks now holy mm. shit yeah it's like I, that whole thing. I think everybody wants to play those games ever since uh, the Xenoblade they're started getting popular. To go all the Xenoblade, yeah, and they're like, oh, what are the, what are the things that Monolith did? And like, oh, I think that's why Xenogears is going up in value. So tracking down those PS One and PS Two titles. Xenogears is like five bucks right now on a yeah. PSN. I mean, it hasn't gone like super drastic up in value because you can get that digitally. Ever since like Suicune Two went down digitally, that that dropped the price on that physical copies too. I don't have the physical with that one yet. I got Xenogears after the Greatest Hits one came out because it mm-hmm. was expensive as shit for a long time. I love that game. Yeah, crazy art style. I love that isometric view RPG the old mechs and everything. Xenogears, the old Final Fantasy Seven. 
Um, Before they came back and like, yeah, you can't do this. It's a Final Fantasy game. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, is that all of our news? We're going to go into games play? Yeah, because I think at this, some point, I mean, we'll get more leaks as the the day goes out, but it's not. It's only, what, less than 24 hours soon? Like yeah. 27 hours. We're into it now. I There's mean, already the, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order footage just went up. We're going to watch that when we get out, when we get out of this right. podcast. The majority of that stuff's We're probably going to get announced through Microsoft and Nintendo shows. Yeah. So. Looking forward to it. Then we'll go on Twitter like, is this coming on PlayStation also? Is this coming on PlayStation also? I love that. Are we going to be those people? No, you just said it was going to be us. Yeah. I'm going to do it for every game I see and tag you. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I hate And Russell's going to retweet it. I, I, switch. I hated it. Uh, switch. I hated it when the um, PlayStation play? would do their show and then Major Nelson was like on there, like, oh, it's coming to Xbox also. Like, yes, he they were was good. <laughs> he was like, good at that. I was like, oh my God. I was like, just let them have their show. You don't yeah. have to come up there and. Just let the developer come out like, yep, yeah, it's coming and everything. Just chill. But he's forced into that because all yeah. the people clamoring and lighten yeah. his ass. Up. I just, yeah, I'm just tired of that. Just all together. Just you know, just let it get announced. Whatever is coming out on, it's coming out on there. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing, it's coming to every platform. For every announcement, yeah, for every announcement, just so hopefully end it with hope, each one. Hopefully, somebody will fuck up on the Microsoft show. I'm like, and also coming to Stadia. Oh, uh, fuck shit! Damn yeah. it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So this is a lot of remasters. This is only three new games. All that news and we talked about three new games and a Destiny expansion. Yeah, it's almost time to get rid of the PS3 and 360 games. We're getting there. Pretty soon it'll just be Calls hitting, them out. Pretty soon it'll just be hidden gems. Yep. Like there's there's that the, the, the trio of RPGs that I can only play on 360 that will probably never get on backwards compatibility. So. Which is those weird Atlas ones, Spectral Force Three and that one where you're fighting Hitler and Did you pop it into your PS4 and see if it I've tried popping in my 360 and it doesn't fucking do anything. It's those three Atlas games we get on 360. Just keep trying. And one day it's going to work. Just keep trying. Exactly. All right, let's go into games played. We're going to skip me because I have played nothing. I did some tinkering this weekend. That's about the extent of it. Russell, you have a lot of games to catch us up on. I do. I do indeed. Uh, Get started, including some exclusive Nintendo titles played only in one specific location. That is correct. At Uh, the beach. At the beach. You played uh, Skyrim on a mountain. That would be cool. See that mountain? You can play Switch games. I actually forgot to include that because I did play that. Uh, you fired up Skyrim again? I did because I, I just long enough, I actually spent like 30 minutes on it just to try to figure out where I was and pick up on the story and everything so I could take off with it because I've been uh, I've been needing some Skyrim back in my life. Uh, I haven't gone back to it and I'm still only like two quest lines in front of you Yeah. because of the way the story just made a left turn and I wanted to discuss that with you. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting. So if you hit it up, I'll definitely dive back in. Yeah, I know. That's that's one reason why I wanted to pick it back up. Yeah. Uh, especially since Game of Thrones ended, for all the Game of Thrones fans out there. Um, it's definitely something I wanted to pick back up and, and keep that along with my current Tolkien uh, fix. Medieval Fantasy um, 101. So I'm just digging it, and I want to get back in it, especially with the Nordic uh, style and everything, uh, Norse mythology. Um, it's still such a good game. And um, is it Ty, is Todd Howard? I don't know why I'm stumbling with that. But um, Tim Howard. Pe- Tim Howard. People are asking about Elder Scrolls Six, and he's come out and mentioned that he wants it to be a game that people play for ten years. Yeah. So Skyrim's already getting close to it's eight years old at this point. Right. So I don't know if he means we want it to be an online thing, which has not worked with Fallout seventy six, or yeah. if he just means it's gonna be like Skyrim and it's gonna be on fucking everything like Alexa. Which would be fine with me because I'm perfectly happy with that. One of too. the reasons why I wanted to pick it back up too is I remember coming over here and just all of us sitting around playing 
the different games, but but still just sitting there with our switches and just playing nonstop. And, yeah. Holy shit! I just did this, and oh my god, I'm going over here. And oh, have you done this shit yet? No, but I am, and and I missed that, and so I wanted to pick that back up and keep going with it. Oh, that's crazy! Such a rich story too. Yeah, it's good. It's really really good, and and uh, I've actually looked up the uh, Whitehall uh, guard costumes, and uh, I saw one at Dragon Con last year, and it was absolutely. You sent me a picture of that guy. Oh my god, it was great. Uh, and he just kept going around yelling at people's uh, sweet rolls. Um, <laughs> you ate a sweet roll recently, didn't you? I did not, uh, but a friend of mine actually got the uh, Skyrim cookbook yes. and has been lighting up. Apparently, their past uh, week full of meals has just been Skyrim meals. Okay. And this stuff looks amazing. You just saw it. You didn't actually eat it? I didn't eat it, unfortunately. You. Should so. open up a restaurant. Right? I mean, the stuff looks great, too. Is but, that copyright um, infringement? It is, right? Technically, it would be, unless you don't tell anybody. They kind of seem like they'd be cool with that, but they'd probably want to cut if you were actually worth a shit. Yeah, I mean, if you're calling it straight up, like, so is Skyrim food. Do you know if the cookbook is officially licensed? I believe I, it is. I bet it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, yeah. I mean, it has quotes and stuff from the game. It, it wouldn't work. The, You'd have to officially get, license it. you get it from yeah. Best and whoever came up with the recipes, and it's, it's too much red tape, publisher, yep. and all this. So, I mean, you could not call it that and still do the same stuff. Because, I mean, it's hard to copyright food. Fly rim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fly Rim, the restaurant. <laughs> Ew. Uh, let's, let's, see. Go to, let's go to that room place. Also played some uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew. Got back on that. Uh, played about four and a half hours last night. Oh, God, I again. know, because you just kept sending me messages yes. twice. Yes, I did. Were you in VR the whole time? I was. Four and a half hours? Four and a half hours. Shit. I started playing around. Actually, it was a little bit less than that, because I got on about 9.30, and I played through it till about 12.30, so it was about three hours. Um, did the math checks out you had a exactly. slight um, hardware malfunction you may want to mention in case someone else has that model I did indeed uh, you'll have to remind me which the specific model you have um, the newest build of the PlayStation VR that passes HDR through so not cool? the one Cesar and I have you is have there, the one uh, listener Charles has the guts here is it um, it has a designation and I can't remember it's like 3000 or something uh, but I can't remember that at the moment uh, it's the only one you can get new at this point, right? They don't sell the old one. That is correct, unless you buy, use, or refurbish. Yeah. So it's the latest model, and the uh, headset that you is uh, it's connected to. Excuse me. Let me let me walk it back. The headphones are connected to the headset, and they plug in along the backside and the back panel that goes around your head, which you tighten down to keep uh, it on your face. Uh, unfortunately for mine, somehow the headphone jack has uh, snapped off within the headset itself. I've got to do some more uh, investigating on this. This uh, is stuff of nightmares. Yeah, because I don't know how it happened. I, I treat my stuff with, uh, you know, uh, kick gloves on it. and Those the cats. It's, well, it's been sitting on my stand for it was months. The cats. They're probably like... And I, I can't imagine the only way this happening... Um, it just broke off on its own because I don't. It's not like I sling it around or anything like that. It's not ever dropped. It's so never, a defect. A defect in that yeah, three and a half. Is it a three and a half millimeter? It's three and a half. Yeah, uh, and that's all it is. I got to see if I can get it out. It was working fine until about six months ago when I was playing, and it just went out, and I couldn't figure it out. And I looked at it again last night, and I realized that the jack itself had uh, disconnected from the. Uh, Cord. So if you put the rest of it in there, does it end up working? No. It doesn't so work So it'll all. crackle a little bit, I uh. guess, as it's making the connection. But it, I believe it has completely broken off. Like I said, when I stopped playing, it was about 1230. So I didn't get a good chance to actually look into it and see how bad it was. Uh, but it was um, a little uh, janky. It is so worrisome. I'm, I'm very disappointed with that. I'm going to have to do some research 
see if I can just replace the headphones or I might have to, you know, warranty it. You might be under warranty. Check see, that out. I hope so because it's only had it for about a year now. A year, maybe You're a year. getting within that range. So word of caution, if you have one of those uh, newer yeah. style, be careful with that headphone jack. Or exactly. maybe the you're using the Sony headphones that came with it? Yep. Okay, be it's, careful with those stock headphones maybe. Yeah, it's part of the system itself. Uh, so... Um, put on airplane mode um so yeah just be careful with that and maybe i'll report back uh once i have a solution some good news uh but bridge crew is still fucking amazing so uh get it as soon as possible it's fantastic also been playing mario party mario party is fucking amazing i've unlocked uh the last board i believe uh the golden one mm -hmm. i haven't played it yet but i'm still having a blast with it uh that's why i got two new uh joy cons what colors um, did you get? Got red ones. I think I think the two uh, Mario I ones. That. The, no, no, these are just straight red imports from Japan. Okay. Um, and I believe I mentioned on a previous episode, but uh, I pre-ordered some around January, and it canceled in March, and so I went back online. That's weird. And, yeah, and it never gave me a reason. It just said, "Oh, we're actually not going to ship these to you." And so I went the next day and ordered some more, and they came next day from Japan. So is that some of the more like yeah. magic uh, Amazon Japan shipping? Oh, they're fucking on it. Um, been playing some uh, Long Division, Tom Clancy Long Division, uh, Division 2 for all the uninitiated. What platform are you playing that on? On Xbox uh, One X. And still loving it. Uh, mm -hmm. Playing with a friend of the podcast, Alan, still. Uh, because of all the travel and whatnot, I'm only at like a level 12, I think. So I'm nowhere even close to in-game. 12 levels higher than me. So yep. you're doing well. Uh, absolutely loving this game, though. There's a lot more to it to the point to where sometimes the story is a little difficult to follow. But that's also a product of us not playing consistently. Yeah, in and out of uh, yeah, there's every been about, other week or so. Yeah, three or four weeks sometimes in between play times. Uh, but it's fantastic. It looks phenomenal. The play style is, is the, you know, just as good from the, the first one. Uh, running through DC is amazing, and there's just so much to do, and it, it all flows together. It's exactly what I wanted from this game. Still loving it. Um, for Division. I so, love it, Long Division. Division DC or Real Life DC? Which is better? Uh, Division DC. There we go. Uh, now that you have a direct comparison, Division New York or Real Life New York? Uh, real Life New York, uh, much warmer. <laughs> Uh, Better than when the I snow went. and the disease. Yeah, without the plague. And the um, cash. Did you use cash in real New York? Uh, Were you scared of actually getting the disease, the cash, the cash money disease? I was indeed. You know, right. I went by the uh, the mall where it initially. Oh got, shit! No, not really. But I did see the, the <laughs> post office. There is the post office that is the BOPS, the base of operations in the first one. I think yeah. I sent a picture to you guys, yeah. which is really cool to see. I also saw one of those really weird car park things where you actually put the car into it and it raises it up. They're scattered all throughout the dark zone in the first one. And yeah. I thought it might be kind of a gimmick, but I saw several of them at night, just like the dark zone. Yeah. And sent it to a friend of the podcast, Alan, and we had a good laugh about it because they were just everywhere. So someone has unlocked the technology wing? Yes. Of the operations? They have indeed. Okay. Oh, that's good. Uh, in the security wing, the firing range is working. It was um, actually live when you went there. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it was very cool to be walking around New York, uh, having spent my only time in New York had been in Division One. So I was getting some uh, some flashbacks. The references were there. They were. They were there. It was very cool to see. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed New York, uh, and while I was there, I did visit and paid uh, pilgrimage 
paid homage to the Nintendo store. Had to go. Excellent. Uh, it was fascinating to see. Almost got some a couple of things. Almost bought uh, Yoshi's uh, Crafted World. Wound up playing it on a massive screen that mm-hmm. they have there. Was that um, the newest first-party title? Is that why they were hyping it at the I time? I believe so, yeah. 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 I think it had just come out. I think when I was there, it was uh, Mario Tennis. Yeah. Oof. So uh, they had hey, a bunch of... You say that, but one of my friends on the Switch put 75 hours in that <laughs> Wow. Doing what? I need to go back. I showed you that, remember? You're like, what, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, what are they game? doing? <laughs> um, but I did play that there. I'll probably end up picking it up. Um, it seemed like a lot of fun. It seemed fun. A uh, nice, interesting style It's a play. good platformer. It seemed like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had fun playing the little demo that I did. It wasn't a demo. I think it was the full game, but I, I didn't want to stay too long because there were a lot of people in there. The demo's on the store if you want to give that a go. I, I played it and enjoyed it. Yeah. I uh, have been playing some more Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, uh, good as always. I finished out my campaign on Call of Duty 4 Remastered. I fucking love that game. That game is just amazing. Okay, so I'm stuck in the ship still because I keep fucking missing the door or whatever it is. Oh, like when you're trying yeah. to get off the ship, oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm fucking doing I'm wrong. stuck on the rooftops during the rain. Oh. You might need to help both of us. In the Chernobyl? I just remember rooftops and rain. Rooftops and rain. It's dark outside and you're just sniping people. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to play share, and so you can get us through like, remaster. Apparently, four hours into it, God, I love that game. I can play. I, I was actually texting Richard about this last weekend. I'm ready to pick it back up again. It's a good campaign. It's I a guess, good ass story. I got super pumped when that trailer came out. I haven't been excited about Call of Duty since Call of Duty Two, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Two. It came out. Only campaign I haven't beaten. I've beaten two, three. In. You haven't beaten the first one. Yeah, I mean, That's the only one I've beaten is the first one. Yeah, uh, we talked about this last week. Yes. I've beaten several times. I just want to make sure times. Russell everybody knows. knows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Russell. Yeah. Russell wasn't here for last week. That's true. Russell only beat two and three. Uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. You need to beat one. <laughs> it's remastered. Did you know that? I like the what? over... I like the over... Really? The over... <laughs> when did they fucking do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm very interested to see how it comes out and what they decide to do with it. If, you know, how they're going to run it. Because that is totally Captain Price in the trailer. So we'll see it's a different happens. voice actor we noted, but I think so. It yeah. is, but it's, um, somebody got him. They yeah. captured him. It is what it is. Okay. I just hope Gaz comes back because Gaz was my favorite. Unfortunately, he gets killed in the end. Spoiler alert! But he comes back in the second one. Somehow, it's Ghost. Hmm. Uh, I've been playing some Fallout Shelter as well on the Switch. It was something that was all uh, still on my Switch. And so I decided to pick it back up while I was waiting for another game to download. You're that person playing Fallout yeah. Shelter. I'm just You're randomly... wishing they put out Fallout 76 on the Switch. Yeah, so Bethesda's much. show is tomorrow. Super what, pumped. What shelter are you hoping for? I'm hoping... You're going to get another shelter spinoff. Right. Uh, 200. Shelter 200. I don't understand that reference. Crickets reference lost yeah. on both of us. Uh, so all the shelters are numbered. Ah, so I was, oh, the vault. I was throwing out a yeah random. Okay, I was going number. with another franchise. I like your spin. I'm uh-huh. going with another Bethesda franchise. You get it as a shelter game. What's your, what are you going for? Oh, definitely an Elder Scrolls. Shelter. Elder Scrolls shelter. Yeah. Quake shelter. Quake shelter. I'm gonna take the easy one and do Wolfenstein shelter. Ooh, that that works. Yeah, Doom shelter would kick ass. That'd be that would be. Oh, that, I tried no, that. I'm glad you're sticking with it. It's cool, but uh, it was not for me. It oh, it, it's a waste of time. It's uh, sitting on the toilet game. Hmm. Uh, but like I said, I was waiting for... It goes hand-in-hand with toilet. It does indeed. That's uh, what I think of. I was, yeah, pretty much. Because, um, I don't know, although I, I did enjoy a little like excursion. I had to send people off and then I, had to, I had to walk them through a shelter, which was, I don't know, I, I, it was somewhat enjoyable. 
My absolute favorite thing about every podcast is I never know where it's going to go, and we just had a vivid description of a quest line in Fallout Shelter on Nintendo Switch from this episode. <laughs> all the news, all the games we could be talking about, that is the joy mm-hmm. of the podcast. I love this shit. I want Doom Eternal so bad. I was playing... On Stadia? Uh, just anything. You can fucking put it on a, one of those Tiger handhelds. Let's Engage? Go. Let's go. The R-Zone thing that I sent you where you Engage. have to look over the hologram? God, Not even ass. Me. It looked like a board visor. Do you remember that kid? That no. was the bus where you made the kindergartner joke. He was on that bus. Yeah, we I dropped that him was off. The same bus. We dropped him off at that intersection of Forty Two mm. and Fielder. They can put fucking Doom Eternal on the fucking original Game Boy. I'll buy it. Uh, I was playing Fallout Shelter while I was waiting for Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove to download. I put about 10, 15 minutes into it. Why did you have to download it? You got the digital version. I did not. I got a physical copy from Limited Run Games. Pre-ordered back in, I think, like February. Why was the case so heavy? Because it has an amazing instruction manual that I have not flipped through yet. I just looked at it because I didn't want to mess with it because my hands are still wet from the rain. What is yeah, an instruction yeah, manual? Exactly. What is yeah, an instruction those, manual? I thought it was something you just right-click on the install disk and yeah, just view manual. Can't you just Google things like that? The best part oh, of it... There's got to be a strategy guide somewhere. Right. That would be a good game for because when Cesar and I were playing, there were some presents. We had no fucking clue what they did. But maybe that's part of the mystery of the mm-hmm. game is figuring out... That is part of the, the mystery, yeah. so... And we end up like... We got to Toe Jam and Earl 10 years after it came out, or right. 5 or 6 years, and we ended up naming the people like mm-hmm. after stuff that they're not actually called. So we yeah. had like the dentist and all that, or we called him... No, it was the dentist. Did we call him? We called mm-hmm. him something else before we found out it was the dentist. <laughs> I think so like had, a doctor or something? We had a name for him, yeah. yeah. The boogeyman. The nerds, nerds and... The carrot. Fucking oh, carrot now I just won't play to a general. Oh, yeah, it's so good. The best part, too, about that case uh, was the inside cover. Uh, you can flip it around. Instead of the red switch mm-hmm. uh, packaging, you can Ooh, switch yeah. around to the Genesis old school style. For video or listeners, black I'm showing that off right now. Yeah. There's a, it highlights on the back. It's co-op yo party together. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 10 minutes I spent into it are fucking amazing. I'm, I can't wait to play, it's good, it. Isn't play it? this game some more. Yeah. I was kind of worried with the art style, like the way it, like Paper Mario flips back and forth, yeah. but it flows it so works. well. It's, it's really good. It looks like it's recaptured the first one in all of its glory. Uh, it's so. pretty much that. The only the only thing that I found that was lacking, and I, I still want to play some more of it, is the exploration. It's like the, the areas are big and open, and they're already ready to be explored, whereas on the Genesis one, you would have to, like, spread out and make yeah. all those... Land, we call them land bridges. Yeah. You'd have to spread out, and there'd be shit tons of those just leading off into nowhere sometimes. Gotta find page there's, you. there's not as much of that, but it doesn't really take away from the experience. Combine the continents. Exactly. Uh, the only other thing I've really been playing was uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, still love that game. Still working through 150. Uh, I did I'm play... still on 150 as well. Shit, I am it? as well. I'll never be too We hard. all are. Like yeah. Sunshine trophy or something. I wound up only I'm getting up. two stars on it, so it doesn't matter because we have yeah. to play it. It did not save that I had mm. completed that trophy though. I, I was thoroughly disappointed with that and was very shocked. I don't know how I did that. It's like days gone all over again. I had to play it like five fucking times. We're gonna have to pick up our Mario Kart thing now that we have a new way to capture. I'm going to plan to use it and talk about it on the next podcast, but I ordered the uh, RetroTink 2X from Mike Choi. He developed it. You can get it from RetroTink2X.com, if I remember right. But it is for uh, line doubling and video capture or HDMI output for composite and component devices. So 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit, that kind of stuff. Just a little side note. Go ahead, Mifi. 
That's it. Sorry, Russell. Yeah, I didn't mean to hijack that. No, that's all good. He's already done. That was it. That was all the games I've played over the last month or so. So, as I can recall, we just need to remember if you give us a pop quiz, it's at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Fucked You. Yeah, it did. And Fallout Shelter has quest lines. It does. And that you also want Fallout Shelter Vault 200. Yes. A sequel. And also, your VR headset fucked you. Yeah. Big and time. you need to get Cesar and I through various levels of Call of Duty 4 remastered on PS4. Even so, though Cesar so passed the point where I'm at. Even though you know where uh, Richard is, but you don't have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I have no idea about. where you're at. It's on the rooftop. Shout it out. And that the historical, representing, the historical representation in Long Division is accurate to the two cities you've been to. It is indeed. That are featured in it. Hell yeah. I mean, we scored 100 on this test. Um, also, be careful with your headphones on uh, the new style PSVR. Mm-hmm. Might break Indeed. off in there. Indeed. Which is weird because you just had to set up on something. Mm-hmm. And it just randomly did it after six months. And Perpiat is also uh, very awesomely rendered in Call of Duty 4. Then there's that. We didn't cover that. But uh, the HBO Chernobyl series the is question. fucking amazing. I heard it's good stuff. Uh, I would definitely encourage everyone to check it out. Uh, it's very, very I good. I think I retweeted this comment, but there was a, a poster on Twitter. I should be able to reference them, but they, they grew up in Soviet that Soviet mm-hmm. time, and they said, out of everything that's been made to represent that era, this is by far the most accurate, yep. both with the tone, the uh, communi- lack of communication, mm-hmm. the oppression, the vehicles, the attitude, the morale, everything is, uh, is fitting of what they dealt with. Yep. Accessories, apparel, the costume design, everything uh, was thoroughly, heavily researched. So awesome. The accident itself uh, is very accurate, including what happens inside the control room. Uh, the, the last episode oh God, was I don't know if I want to phenomenal. Oh it's, oh, it's already done? Everything's it's, it's just done. Live. All 10 it's, episodes are out, yeah. You may have to Five. sign in on my new Xbox so that it I may be... fantastic. You know. Yep, I will, because I thought you already had it, because I was telling you the other day to watch it, because... Uh, it, I've I rewatched everything. I've watched all the episodes what? at least twice Xbox? except for the last I, one. I got a new Xbox. Yeah. You have to sign back. It happens. That's cool. I can do that. So that's our games played. I just see trails everywhere. Tales and trails is all I'm about. No tales this time. Piles of trials. Tales, catch us up on trails so I'm, we can no. watch the Jedi Fallen Order I'm, game. I'm playing tales, tales of Trails. Oh god, that is a lore <laughs> and a Which universe. Which one is this? Oh yeah, here we go. Um, it's a it's a Game Boy Advance remaster of the Vita exclusive <laughs> port of the mm, Game Boy Japan Color. only <laughs> Game Boy Color offshoot of the PS3 yep. exclusive the, VR. <laughs> the only way you could play it is you have to understand and fully acknowledge Schrodinger's cat, and you have to do it from a parallel universe. This is a complete this is a complete fever dream. Cat is not alive, or is it? I don't know. We haven't looked in the box. The game case just has drugs in it. <laughs> you just, just can't open the box. You can never open the box to find out if the cat is alive. Yeah. Or then it's over. It's a perpetual quantum state. Yeah. And then you're on to another dimension, living another life. Then you're done. And then you're Ant Man and flying through uh, no, different rollers. Well, yeah. So that's our the trails. The trails. Uh, I'm sorry, we got off sounds, topic. It yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm, I'm selling. I'm selling Richard in there. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm actually we're, down. He's, he's gonna start playing. He's like, where's the fucking cat? And there's a cat in a box and somebody here. And we're showing both on PC. I'm looking for the drugs. <laughs> it's coming out on Virtual Boy. So, um, it's hmm, a deep cut. My my copy of Cold Steel 2 came in Tuesday. Excellent. It finally came out. Super excited because that cliffhanger was bullshit, but nonetheless, it's there. It's here. I actually couldn't wait any longer, so I played a little bit last night. Mm-hmm. First hour. Takes place a month after the first game. Um, you awaken from your slumber after that battle in the mech, and Link. you're you're thinking it's like uh, like an hour later, but he's, he finds out he was passed out for a month, so he's about, trying to get back. In about a hundred years. Yeah. And you failed the battle. Did you lose the battle at the end of the first one? 
he had to escape because he was losing. He just okay. became a. He was able to control something that he couldn't control before, and it overwhelmed him basically. So it's like a giant mech, and somebody else had been doing it for years. It's be- also beat sounds the like Xenogears. Yeah, it's Xenogear esque. It's Gundam esque. It's it's very that cool. Uh, played that. Caught up with that. That's quick. That's done. Um, I'm almost done with uh, the second chapter, Trails in the Sky. Uh, I'm Trails not gonna. In the skies keep on turning. Yep. Like that. like the wheels. Um. Outside, outside of that, I mean, I'm not going to add more than what I have on there. It's just you're closing down in the, the society, and you see some ramifications in that game that Erebonia has been doing that references in the Trails of Cold Steel. So I do see that all these games all do inter-fucking-connect, so. which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I keep interacting with characters that I've seen in Trails of Cold Steel and Trails in the Sky, so it is a fucking long, long-ass game. It's the fuck, I would say it would be like the fucking Lord of the Rings of uh, video games. There we go, Russell. You got yeah. something to go for. Is it more of a, a lore and world building, or is it fan servicey? Like, it is. What is the... It is lore. It okay. is. It is like the shit you're going through is referenced in the other games. It's good stuff. So, like, uh, for instance, in the Trails in the Sky second chapter, they uh, they initiated like this hidden city that's floating in the sky, and it um they use orbals for magic and arts, and this this city in the sky had um, negated all that. It turned it all off, and it's affecting the other country, Erebonia. And they have sent troops over to, uh, quote-unquote, assist you with your renegade people that are attacking your government. But the funny thing is, like, all these uh, tanks they've been using are running off steam. It's like they knew and were preparing for this. So it's like you're you're looking at the stuff like, all right, what the fuck is actually happening here? Hmm. And you have the prince that was on your team. You didn't know he's a prince, but now he comes out as the prince. He's kind of like trying to help you like hey give me a bone here like try to buy you buy you some time you know but i have to act the way i am because i'm a i'm a noble sounds I'm like a lot into of, it sounds like a lot of final fantasy plot lines yeah or so, uh, star wars which final fantasy borrows from as well so and the, cool. yeah in the end they were able to push it back but it's like a lot of the stuff like it, chancellor osborne that's what they call him like chancellor osborne um, Avenge he, me. He seems to know more than what everybody else is letting on, and you kind of learn more about it in the the second series. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, all all of them interconnect, interconnect well. None of it's bullshit. It all makes sense. They all all eight games they have out now happen within three years of each other. So they all tell different parts of the story from different uh, awesome. countries and different states of political power. So. With us not being super, I know Michael is, and I wish Michael was here to kind of bounce these things mm-hmm. off of you. But uh, with us not being super familiar on this series is. Is this gonna take off? Like, is it getting? Uh, is it getting more of a more receptive? I'm not quite sure what the term it, is, it, but I've seen like I've seen Yakuza games become cultural, mm-hmm. you know, gaming cornerstones, and um, what Yakuza and Tales games. Tales games used mm-hmm. to be kind of a niche thing, and, and now really they sell more off. Tales games here than they do in Japan, which is crazy. That's but, awesome. Yeah, I single handedly made that happen. So yep, yep. I guess I need this. to start buying the Tales too. Yep, yeah. that's, it. that's all it took. Tales of well, the Legend of Heroes was weird because we only got the first, we got the third and fourth and fifth game on PSP, and then this Trolls in the Sky, which started this whole uh, nine game arc, which I think is going to be nine games total. You're uh, singing the song, aren't you, in your head? So Trolls um, in the Sky. So this the the Trolls games, uh, this nine arc game, which I I think they got another arc coming through. They said they already started the next two games, so. But uh, they've cool. got they've it, the first one ever took off here because it was a PSP it was at the very end of the life cycle and it didn't hit the sales numbers they thought it was going to hit. Yeah. So they. I just remember the enthusiasts talking about that mm. and some of the Sony sites, you know, hyping it up and stuff. And it, it was good, and I think it just came out too late. Uh, and then they had the problem is the story's only half done because you had a big, huge cliffhanger after the first game that 
the, that issue gets resolved in the second game. So they went ahead and the, the behind the scenes and went ahead and translated and brought it out anyways, even though because it was a passion project for the translator there at Exceed. So they were like, I think they spent, they said three years translating it. Wow. Because it's like there was only one or there was only two people doing the job mm-hmm. and the script was so large and they weren't going to put any more money into it. Wow. So it, it never really took off until they started porting it to PC. And then um, then you had the Cold Steel games. And I found uh, a PC audience. Right. And they actually started building an audience all together and they started porting those to the PC. So now there's a community on there because uh, uh, Falcom, the developer, is trying to get over here. And that's why we see the third Trails of Cold Steel 3 is coming out from another publisher. Uh, because I think Exceeds just couldn't keep up with it anymore, so then they go into Nippunichi Software in this one. So um, I know that translation and porting stuff is super expensive. Yeah, and no, Nisa is not very good on it. So after we saw what happened with Ease, and they had to patch it in for the PS4 version yeah. a lot. So a lot of people were concerned about it, but when they announced it was coming out there, they had hired the original translation team from the first two games. Over what version did the Switch version get for Ease? Is that is that a the good translation or that is the, with the update? Yeah, okay, cool. Where they fixed it up there, I think they only did like one slight update afterwards. There there were some grammatical errors in the, the Switch version, but it was very very few. Right, that I happens. Mean, it's a huge script and everything. Yeah, so that happens. But yeah, I mean the series is pretty good. And cool. of, of course, the two games I had to download over here, so I could play the Japanese only ones that we didn't get. So yeah, yeah it's always fascinating hearing about these these different games that, especially that you and Michael keep playing, because these are quote unquote lesser known uh, to to at least myself. Um, and uh, these uh, different Friedrich Nietzsche uh, type games. Friedrich Nietzsche games. Had to work. People come here for their trails and tales. So what's crazy is I'm you you're big in lore you would probably love it it's just the the investment in time is tough mm-hmm. that yeah. w- that would be the killer for you I mean if they would hopefully one day they'll put them all like on the Nintendo Switch or something like that that you can just dedicate see the problem is it's, right now it's fragmented it's, right. the series is getting there but it's not it's it's too fragmented because I'm 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 playing the first two on PSP which is a choice of mine because I could have played it on PC yeah the third game is only on PC yeah uh, then the next two offshoots which take takes care of the crossbow incident we never got so i'm playing fan translations of those on pc which are just ports of the vita version and then um which that that vita version was a remaster of the psp version here we go and then we have trails of cold steel which is the new one which i guess a lot of people just say just start with cold steel because mm-hmm. that's the most accessible one you can play on vita ps3 ps4 Don't and pc it, so Stop. I want to get to this. We got to watch this shit. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Um, I'm going to finish up uh, the second chapter hopefully today or tomorrow so I can just dedicate my time into uh, Coastal 2. After that, I'll probably take a break because Coastal 3 comes out in November. The last um, time you dove into something was Kingdom Hearts and you kind of burned out on Kingdom Hearts. Are you going to take it? What do you think you're going to dive into after this? You're going to take it lightly on something? I can, Trails of Coastal is fine with me because it's completely different. The thing that burned me out in Kingdom Hearts is I was trying to follow that storyline, which I still remember pretty well. It's just that. That fucking what killed it for me is the PSP remaster, where you have to play the game three times That's with three different stopped. character, and it's like I've already did these worlds, and it's only so much you can get from different sides. It's like it's just a a bullshit thing. Don't like hey. Yeah, it's, basically, that's exactly, that's a good analogy. Love that game, can't do it. Go in the barrel, get another character, go right back where you were and get the different colored bananas. Yeah, it's like, I, I just, what aggravates me is like, yeah, you get a little bit more of the story, but it's like, I could have just played this game for 20 hours instead of you stretching out the 40 yeah. and me doing a lot of the same bullshit over and over again. That's where I'm left off on. So I'm like, I got two more characters to beat that game. I'm, at some point, I'll pick it back up right now. So, but it depends. I always do like a, I always seem to do a cleanser game, like a... Palette cleanser. Mm-hmm. Whenever I beat an RPG, and that so last sorry. one was a uh, Plague's Tale was the one that cleaned it, uh, cleaned it for me when I 
took a break between. I'm still uh, wanting to play that. Cold Steel. I'm in the Cold Steel. Trails in the Sky one and two. So nothing but high praise. You need to watch that Plague Tale Innocence trailer and see yeah. what you think. It, gameplay looks amazing. Story looks good. It is um, everything about it. That's going to be a sleeper hit this year. I know the narrative on that is very Uncharted esque. So I'm ready to play through those again. I've got the itch. I'm getting that. I fucking for, love those. We get that for listener Charles. He's uh, he's new to the PlayStation family, so we're gonna break him in with Uncharted. It's a good one. Yep. Somebody in, uh, and he has a pro and a 4K TV, so oh, he'll yeah. be rocking it. Yeah. Somebody in my job was uh, strictly an Xbox guy, and he he jumped on PS4 when the um when taxes came in. He he started going through Uncharted. He never played those before. He enjoyed them. So <sighs> they're so good. Did you see that pro deal that I retweeted? You made a comment on it, but did you see it? Like, oh yeah. Oh, the one was like a, like 20 free games. Oh, that's the, the that's the pro I was telling you about. You if get I a PS4 Pro for 350, and then you get like. 10 yep. first party titles that are just amazing. Mm. If Ratchet I didn't have clean. all those games, I would jump because I still have a pro. But I mean, I, I saw it yeah. this long. I, I I'm not going to, but I saw Wario tweeted and was like, I can't tell if this is a deal or if this yeah. was a mistake. Yep. <laughs> this is nuts. All right, do we have any last minute? We're going to wrap it up and get out of here. It's already been a long show, and we mm. want to watch some Star Wars footage. Yeah, E3 has officially uh, started. Um, EA's thrown in there. I think they've already finished. They are done. It's only yeah. 30 minutes, so yeah. we can probably pull up on YouTube and just cool. watch it start to finish. Yeah, I'm down. You're down. Are you going to be able to make it through that? Probably not. Because I got to get it home. And get I think they start with Star Wars, so yeah. maybe we can knock that out. And yeah. Star Wars was only 15 cool. minutes. Yeah. yeah. You guys have any predictions? Anything you want to see? Anything of note? Um, no, I want Mass, Mass Effect or Dragon Age remasters, but that's not going to happen. That's your wish list. I would yeah. like to see Inquisition on Switch. If we get a Link's Awakening date, done. And it's soonish. It's PS3 and 360 versions of that right. game, but sorry, I didn't. No, you're good. Interrupt. I would like a Link's Awakening date. That seems yeah. to be something seems there. Like it's going to be playable at the show. I would love to be there and play Link's Awakening. Yeah. It's going to be this year, which Next is exciting. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. Uh, everybody's looking strong. Google is the only one that I'm worried about as far as their future, but they're they're brand new to the table, and we don't know what's going on with them. So I'm not uh, no, worried about Stadia. I'll worry about Stadia in the next year or two, yep. probably. But across across our, offer. Across our yeah. industry, everybody looks strong. So hopefully everybody has a great show in E3, and we'll have more to discuss I'm, uh, next week. But I'm like you. I echo you. I'm, I think Nintendo's got a lot going. This is their big year, So because we already have um, Fire Emblem, and then we have uh, Marvel yeah. Ultimate Alliance 3 in July, uh, Astral Chain in August. Um they haven't announced anything for September or October. They announced uh, Pokemon in November. I know uh, we always put down Metroid Prime Trilogy, or we're yeah. actually going to chalk that one up this year. Is this I, I don't. I, I don't know, man, because it's like be nice. You still you still have those heavy hitters out throughout the summer. They still got to find some way to put Animal Crossing, which I wouldn't be surprised if they'll fuck everybody and that slips to spring twenty twenty. I got to because they got Pokemon this fall. I got a stinking suspicion that's what's going to happen. I think that's why they kind of been downplaying, saying too much about Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, they still got. I'm gonna day one Animal Crossing. Wow. I think I will as well. Um, I had to trade the 3DS one in to get rid of it. So we're gonna get a date for Link's Awakening. Uh, they said Luigi's Mansion 3 is coming out this year. Also, yeah. there's a lot of games that got coming out there, and they got to yeah. space them out pretty well. When we have what Mario Maker 2 coming out in, yeah. in a couple weeks. That's like three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the same day as uh, Crash Team Racing. Yeah. So I mean, there's they, they got a lot of shit coming out this year. So I think they got to... This is Nintendo's year. That's what so. we know of, and mm-hmm. that's first party. We're now two years into, oh shit, this Nintendo thing is actually pretty fucking decent, and people are buying these games. We yeah. can remaster anything. Yeah. I bet we're going to get a shit ton of remasters. I would I hope so. So, I mean, I think they're going to have an interesting show. I think we're going to see a lot more stuff coming out spring 2020, though. I think they're going to have to spread these releases out. I could be wrong. I mean, they doubling up in July. They got Fire Emblem in the beginning and Marvel Ultimate Alliance at the end. I mean, technically, they're not the same thing. 
So yeah, you can market different groups. You got enough people on these consoles now. So. Microsoft gonna bring it? We think they're really gonna have a kick-ass show. Uh, it's gonna be the, Halo heavy. God, I want some Halo Infinite. I, yeah, I know it's gonna be X Cloud heavy, but I'm definitely hoping for some Infinite at least gameplay. Even if it, I don't fucking care Something. if it's PC or yeah. One X or new Xbox or whatever it is, just, just show me some Halo. We'll we'll see a lot of third-party stuff on there um, since there's a, they're the only third-party. Yeah, I'm most excited about so. Ubisoft and uh, Bethesda. Those are my two showcases that I, think, I don't want to miss. I think Ubisoft's going to be by the numbers. Um, they always have a fun one, though. Fun it's, showcase. They always Please have let them come out with the dancing there. animals. Yeah. And right. They always have fun, crazy show. fun showcase. I, I think, this is my personal opinion, I think Ubisoft would be by the numbers. Um, I, you're more excited about their ecosystem than I am because I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of like those Division or yeah. Ghost Recon. It's all about games. Division for me. So. If they do those that pass, games. if they do that rumored yeah. Ubi pass, if they, they do it on everything, that'd be great. We'll yep. see. Yeah. But, uh, that's uh, I'm more excited about Doom Eternal. Uh, it'd be great if they throw out something quick. Think we see some Elder Scrolls footage? Probably not. I hope so. I would like a Quake collection. Just something. Cause they Maybe a the, Switch Quake collection? They had that like Flash of Six. Was it last year? Yeah. So they just announced they, the title. But there's something. There's Starfield or whatever that is. I think it's supposed to come out before Elder Scrolls Six. It is. Yeah. They just kind of just did the Elder Scrolls just because they let people know, like, hey, we're, we're doing it, you know. This is it. Stop, it's there. Stop fucking asking us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that thing, like, here we announce this, just stop fucking asking. So, because we don't see anybody asking about it anymore like we used to. But, I don't know. I think Doom Eternal comes out this year. I, maybe they'll have another surprise that comes out this year, too, outside of uh, the Wolfenstein. Probably be some Wolfenstein de- de- details. Uh, we need nice. to beat one and two so we can get that buddy pass and play through the new one. I have, I have the buddy pass on that one, too, the digital ones. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm about halfway through my rerun of the first one, and I need to finish the second one. I think yeah. I'm going to download it on Game Pass. I, I did a, the three months for $3 on Game Pass. Yeah. I might download it on Game Pass and start over. <laughs> you can find this podcast on iTunes, or the podcast service formerly known as iTunes, now known as Apple Podcast. Stitcher. Spotify. Google Play. Our partner. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> that was great. I had game, uh, Google Play lined up. And Overcast, Overcast. if we haven't used yeah. Overcast yet. Um, this episode will be up Tuesday. We'll be right in the throes of E3. So next week we'll be able to recap Ubisoft, EA, Microsoft. And then whatever surprises Nintendo. we get in there from Namco. Yeah, and, and everything other else publishers. mixed in. So yeah. next week's going to be a big, uh, big episode I too. Still have hope that Sony will throw up a state of play at some point. That would yeah, be cool. A surprise one. They'll, they'll take something from the Nintendo book like, hey... Here's this. Just drop it. Thursday. We're technically we're there somehow. <laughs> we're not there, but we're here. State of play, and I'm gonna confuse. What's the game days play? Play game days. Yeah, days of days play. Days of play. Yeah. Definitely go check out that sale while it's live. There's some great shit. Some amazing deals. And the beautiful games. things to confirm backwards compatibility. So don't be afraid. So you can buy you those want, discs and, and they'll, play them over. They'll work for at least yep. the next eight years or so. Yeah. All right. Um, is that it? Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram as No Podcast, yep, and you can send your corrections to Russell, nofodcast at gmail.com. And he will read them live, live on yep. air from wherever he's at. Yep. And uh, thank you for joining us this week. We'll catch you guys next week. Enjoy E3. Exactly. Adios. Have fun. What are you selling? Russell, give me some audio and let's see how we are. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. We know Cesar's good. No. And coming in loud and Ray. hot and loud. Egon. Yeah. <laughs>
That was the only response he could have when it leaked out. I was like, I guess what else can you have? 